Okay, we're back now. It's me and Tim again. Phil's gone. Yeah, no, no, no surprise here. No, uh, he's for real. He's gone. Do you, wait, let's just let's have proof that he's gone. Yep. Let's let's have a moment of silence. That's it. That's it. We're usually he's gone. Phil. Phil has discovered so, the way of traveling. I know. Phil has stop. learned to travel. Yep, and he can't stop. So we have to do these late night podcasts <laughs> the night before. <laughs> Like, yeah, I need to go somewhere. I need to travel somewhere. Yes, you do. You, you, you need to. What was the last time? Oh, I was thinking that was that was it. I was lying in bed and I was thinking. Yeah. When's the last time I went anywhere? Because I think that I have these weird surrogate experiences with Philip going to places. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> you you think you but went? But it felt like something. Yeah, it felt like it felt like I partook in some kind of going somewhere, but I didn't. Yeah. And so I was thinking about it, and I think it was December. Oh, that's not that I think bad, it was December. but still. It's so. not that bad, but still, it's like, you know, it would be good to. Yeah. Well, was December, something. was it here? I think. Yeah. Yeah. We went to. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Phil's gone. Just yep. us again. Um, how are you? Besides um, uh, dreading. <laughs> You're like that little girl. Holiday, day. Remember, I sent you the gift. gift? Oh I yeah, mean the video. yeah, yeah, little girl. Should link that so, up. That's perfect. Well, before I get to, oh, since you mentioned a good topic, um, no, how am I? I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm doing better. I'm sort of. I have some things I need to get done. I'm trying to finish and trying to be on top of school, getting oh, that yeah, done. Man. And not being a lazy man. <clears throat> and I'm just also sorting through some other stuff I have to get done. Um, uh, business yeah, to sort of like uh, resolve certain things. I'm sort of making myself like, you know, like do something every day. Like do yeah. something, even if it's not a big accomplishment, <laughs> at least you did something. You know what I mean? You didn't like postpone it. Yeah, you don't so that, have those like sort of absolutely empty days when you just... Exactly. And feel worse about yourself, and then you start feeling sorry so for that's yourself, what I'm and that doing. starts a cycle. Yes, exactly. Self hatred. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. I watched a a clip someone posted on, I think it was Facebook, mm-hmm. and it was Stephen Fry talking about self pity, and he was talking about how, and he made just like a really, really good point that you know, the cycle. Uh, he was talking about how self pity is one of those things that is possibly the worst characteristic to have yep. or to be stuck in. And it's true, and I, I have a problem with that. Like, um, not, not that I'm like a chronic self-pityer, but... <laughs> Just like constantly. Oh, no, no. But I do, I, I can get into a... You know, it's one of those things because it's very easy to do. Yeah. It's super easy to just think of everything that's bad in your life and dwell on that instead of um because for me what happens is if you uh turned around you can actually change your entire disposition literally within seconds if you choose to look at something differently or in a yep. different way but if you don't then you really you're stuck and you can choose to be stuck there if you want to for endless, endless times. Yeah, endless, I, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I mean, I've had that as well. I think it's the ultimate catalyst of, of when you 
let's say if you're i don't know if this people you know who have problems with other things like in my case you know it's like procrastination and just like not doing stuff or you know putting things yeah i'll do it tomorrow or something like that and then that self-pitying thing comes in it's like it's it's like the horrible mix it just takes that that could be like a day like a bad day but self-pity can make that like a two-week thing where you're just constantly just like oh you feel so bad that and honestly, if you just change your disposition and you go like, okay, I've made a mistake there. I yeah. messed that up. Stop feeling sorry for yourself because no one else is. And you should just start again tomorrow and just like sort of forgive yourself kind of way. And yes. so far that's like, that. Like it doesn't solve the problem, but it does shorten those <laughs> those crazy binges of, of just feeling t- bad for well, because yourself. I, I think that at least in my experience is that it's pretty much you know, similar to any kind of, I think, addiction, you, it becomes easy to keep doing that over and over yeah. again. And you just feed it. The more you feed it, you know, and then yeah, at the end of the day, beast. you also, you also kind of like, I think that in general, I think some of us need it more, some of you need, need it less, but I think at the end of the day, we all need encouragement from our friends and, you know, to get through tough times. But at the same time, you know, you also don't want to only, what? What's this? Oh, you don't want to dwell. Sorry, it was a notification. <laughs> I thought it was like another thought in your head. Like what? No. No, it was like it was like some kind of. Um, yeah. Do you want to know what my notifications on my phone? Yes, it says, yes. "Reminders: Prepare snacks for tomorrow." <laughs> what snacks? Where are you going? Oh, you going? Yeah, because uh, so you are traveling. You want to you want to hear my uh, the sadness <laughs> at my school. So before, be, my, before before we uh, before we by the way we we were gonna say something else okay but go on what before we switch to the to the school thing I just wanted to say a good tip I found out is um, if you're having problems of chasing your if you have that problem of self pity and your problems changing yeah your let's just finish that um, I the good thing I figured out was just to change your environment helps a lot lot a lot of oh the times oh my goodness yes if you just if you're in a, stuck in some kind of loop. And you have a certain emotion time, like self-pity or whatever. Just change it, like go hang out with friends or go somewhere yeah. or just do anything, something different where you can kind of forget about whatever that is and your emotions are affected by something else. And all of a sudden you feel better about yourself or if you just feel better, you know, it's like you're having well, fun or whatever think- it is. And then you can look clearly at the thing before and you see like, what, what was I? Yes. That was, that was so silly. And then you can change yourself. So that's a good, good like trick to without really tricking yourself. As you, well as... Uh, you know, adding to that is when you're in a different environment and you're in a different circumstance, let's say you said like hanging out with friends or or even maybe going on a trip or something like that, you basically, um, you see how big the world is and then you see how small your problems actually are, you know, in comparison to, like you go like, whoa, wait a second, like why am I, you know, spending days thinking something over and over analyzing when I can just sort of just get that done and move the ne- move on to the next thing. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing too as well. So yeah, I, I think that's sort of like, um, it's definitely, yeah, I mean, there's different factors to it, but definitely I think that when I watched that Stephen Fry video a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that was a good, that was a good motivational booster because I think that sometimes you really need to be reminded of like, you know. A ridiculous. Stop. Yeah, yes, just stop, you know, don't go overboard with certain things just yep decide to sort of look at things differently and you know make a change so how pathetic um, is your school that you wanted to say well my pathetic school the reason why i have these snacks yeah on my list is because 
Um, so the school I go to is a public university mm-hmm. in Zagreb, right? I don't know how it is. I'm, I'm sure that let's say it's probably similar, like in Slovakia, probably similar. Okay. Style schools where, you know, these are government run schools, meaning that the funding isn't amazing. Right? Yeah, no, it's no, just, no. It's like, it's, it's bare minimum. So that doesn't mean that education is bad. It just means that the facilities are not. Yeah, there's no, there's no college football to no, rank in the cash. No. Because these are not private schools. There's no, this isn't a business. It's just yeah. funded by the state. And so, um, we have this cafeteria, okay, right, and it's called here the mensa. What they call <laughs> that, it? That sounds bad because that sounds menstrual to me. And <laughs> really, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you should tell them to change the name. Yeah, let's just watch. And um, for me, the food they offer there. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: it's not like it's grade D food. It's not like it's disgusting or. Or bad food. Well, give give me an example. What, what do you have? There? It's just that it's it's almost it's like base level, like southeastern European foods that taste just fine, like fine. Period. Like there's nothing else. Okay. To add. Well, give me but examples me, of some some foods. For me, I don't really, you know, I like variety in foods. I'm I am a prince. Food, man. I need I love different kinds of food. I love trying different things, you know. Yeah. And for me I like variety. But um at the Menza they have uh, at the cafeteria they have your classic schnitzels. Yeah, right? Good old Pork schnitzels. schnitzels. Yes, with some with some taters. You have your like I don't know baked Chicken drumsticks. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic have like, here is like chicken, like breast with like 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 uh, smotana. What's smotana in English? Like you mean like a wrapped? No, 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 like cream, like uh, gravy with rice. That's like a you can mm. find that anywhere here. They have that as well. It's disgusting. This. So it's, it's very, it's very like starch-based. Yes, foods, meat and starch. Which, which I love, starch-based foods. Like, for instance, there's that dish, that Slovak dish. Oh yeah, brinzovi halushki. Brinzovi halushki. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. And it's amazing. It's like my favorite food ever. It's basically potato <laughs> dumplings. Yes. But kind of like imagine mini dumplings. They're they're small. It's almost like a. It looks like cheese curds, but it's not. Yeah, it's like little, potato it's like dumplings, pasta or something, but like very like soft. little pillows. Yeah, yep. yeah, exactly. And those are like amazing. And then those are mixed with a melted, what's called brinza cheese, which is goat cheese, right? Yeah, like like really soft goat cheese. It's not hard. Yeah, it's like but like it basically cream it cheese from a goat. In, I would say, yeah, something like that. Violet. I would say like it's a very like the best thing I could equate it to is maybe like a very smooth version. Of like cottage cheese, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have the little. It doesn't have the little lumps. Yeah, the lumps. It's very just like smoothie, but it's def- nothing like a a gouda or something like that. It's like an actual. It's like a fresh cheese. Yeah, like like uh, what do you, like, yeah, even like like a like a cottage cheese, like a, mars- or a ricotta cheese. Yeah, like mascarpone. Oh, yeah, same thing, mascarpone. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but like yeah, but it has like specific 
saltiness and go goatiness about yeah, it. Yeah, and so that's blended in and with the with the dumplings, and I think that's baked. No, 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 no. Okay, you don't usually. You just like uh, I don't know about the other recipes, but you just sort of plop it in there with some other like uh, cheesy liquids to make it more a little bit liquidy, and you just kind of mix it in, and the heat from the dumplings kind of melts it. Yeah, it's it's a super it's a warm dish. I mean, it's great. like bacon. Still, that's the thing I was gonna say. And at the top, you have fried bacon. Now it's not like the American bacon; it's sort of like um, it's the same. It's, it's like, just chopped it's, it, really fine, like like yeah, thick, but like little squares, like bacon little squares. Yeah, it's sort of it's more like fatty. Yeah, bacon, but it just works really well. So that's topped on. It's on top of the dumplings with cheese and you also have little chives right yes that's like 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 the the ones that like if you go to a cafeteria you know like yours like if you go to menza in here slovak menza they'll just like plop that on the table and there's no there's no there's no chives you know and it just makes such a much difference just a little bit of greenery just makes that dish that looks pretty much like puke sort of white puke like porridgey thing but if you put that chives on top it's like oh if they had that i would fancy I would eat it every day and be great. <laughs> then I would be sick of it. Uh, it'd be so fat. I do that. Do you ever do that? Do you ever eat um, like a food where you like it a lot and you eat it a lot and then you get sick of it? Um, I, I used to be bad with that when I was younger. I think I, I can like control myself a little bit more now. It's just like I can say like no, I don't. Can't. I think the last thing I did and I got really sick of it was like this. It was this kebab place right next to our work and we went there every day. It was so good. I well, let's describe what kebab is in case someone doesn't know. So kebab is basically like a hero, gyro, gyro, however you want to pronounce Giros. it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a it's exa- Middle it's exactly Eastern tradition that kind of swept with Turkish and whatever, just like through Turkey and then Greece and then all the way to yeah, Balkans. But, but the way I describe the dish is basically like a gyros, the same kind of meat. So it's that shaved meat on the spit, yes. right? The turns, which is like, I think it's a combination of like lamb. Um, oh, it depends. Beef. Like here they have just like strict, like, like have the chicken kebab and then have just like, uh, like uh, pork kebab or like, you know, beef kebab. Yeah. And so here what they do is it's essentially like a gyros, but I think they, it's localized in the sense where how they do it here is basically you have like um, that meat in a sort of, in a sort of, um, like a flatbread, basically. Yeah. So like instead Turkish of instead bread. of instead of like a gyro um, tortilla type thing. I mean, yeah, it's the same thing. Like it, it's gyros is like Greek, and this is like Turkish. Yes, kind of way to prepare. Yes, exactly. And this is more like a sort of flatbread, and inside goes like lettuce, onions, tomatoes, garlic, meat, garlic sauce, uh, like a special sort of sauce. Yeah, that kind of. Yeah, the white sauce, like like Turkish or chili. Greek. Mediterranean sauce and sometimes they put a spicy sauce. I yes. like that. And other stuff. You can you can pick your ingredients. So it's almost like if you think of it, it's almost like make your own. It's almost like pick your own. Yeah. I mean, I style. usually just go like, give me everything except the tomatoes. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that's right. I don't like tomatoes. Well, then again, I I learned to like tomatoes on hamburgers. Can't. Now I still can't. Dude, it's not bad, like, man. Disgusting. You should try it. But pickles, no, no pickles. Pickles are great, but no tomatoes. No. Pickles like fresh tomatoes, impossible stuff. I cannot do it. Like for ever since I was a kid, I try every year. I put that thing in my mouth and it's just like, it's just horrible. I can't stand it. It's just it's the worst thing that ever was created. It lives on this planet Earth. It's Sorry, wait, I'm, just, I'm just documenting my beer. 
You're documenting. I can't drink because I have to pick up your brother from a play date. Ah, you see. It's a trade-off because you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Well, I mean, I do. You, you're at home. Do. Yeah, I'm working Yeah, but home. you don't have to, like, go somewhere. Yeah, I can get up a little bit later. I have to go somewhere, but I get treats. You get treats. <laughs> you, you get the sweet, sweet, sweet beverage to make you fall the asleep. sweet beverage. Mm. So let's just finish these. We, we should round off these topics really quick since we were actually so making some headway. So it food. It's horrible. So the food, yeah, like, no, 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 it's not, it's not horrible. That's yeah, what I know, have to it's, say. it's edible. It's just, it's, yeah, it's edible and it's base level and for the first, like, year or so, it was tolerable where it's like, I'm hungry, I have to eat something, fine. You know, I'll mm-hmm. get this, you know, say, pleskavitsa, right, which is basically just this... Um, it's the same thing minced, like a kebab except... You have a minced, burger inside. Yeah, exactly. Imagine like just a really burger flat. patty. Yeah, really flat. And that's just fried and it's greasy. And it's honestly, it doesn't taste bad, but it's just so boring. It's just like you can't get any more bland than that. Just like a big slab of meat and then you get like potatoes. You know what I'm talking here's, about? Yeah, it was, here's a funny thing. that uh, You know that place we went to, the fresh market, that it, we, we, got, we got that terrible um, ramen at, you know, the big place? Yeah, yeah. They opened up a Persian uh, little shop there, like a little food place. Oh, okay. And I had their stuff, and it's really interesting that most of their meat stuff, it's basically what Serbian barbecue is. Like, it's funny how that traveled oh, yeah. <laughs> all the way from Persia, and that's that's like what I think of Serbian barbecue is most of the stuff. So, like, Serbian barbecue is basically what I'm thinking, is probably what they also do here in Croatia, is like chivapi. Yep. Which are basically little... I remember reading, oh, man. They should talk about... We should talk about the amazing translations that people do on the menus here. What do you like mean? Chivapi, like Chivapi, I remember reading on a menu one time was like, the translation was... Like for tourists? Beef, yeah, beef sausage fingers. <laughs> and it, it's just like, it makes it sound horrible. That makes it like, why, why would you say sausage fingers? Like, what, what are sausages come in different because shapes? Because they're, they're, they're thinking like chicken fingers, but then, oh. Little chicken fingers, fingers, what is that? Chicken fingers are like chicken strips, breaded. Okay. And fried. Well, that's chicken, chicken strips. I've never well, heard okay, of this you can pay, chicken you can, fingers. You've never heard of chicken fingers? I've never heard it's this. classic. Yeah, chicken fingers. Huh, Just a different strange. term for chicken strips. <laughs> chicken fingers. <laughs> we'll chop all the fingers off those chickens. But anyway, let Buffalo me just finish wings. this. Yeah. The, the short story is, this is the classic Jake dragged out story that has no point. Okay, go. But there is a point. The point is that it was tolerable for like a year, maybe two years, where I would just eat and I'd get done mm-hmm. and eat something. But it's just gotten to the point where I'm hungry. Like I, I it's so you know, you know, it's, it's cafeteria food. So basically, like if you go buy a schnitzel, mm-hmm. and by the way, it's super cheap. It's like for a meal, quote unquote, it's like a dollar twenty. Yeah, right. Yeah, like a super students. subsidized based yeah. on student, right? Because you're enrolled. Yep. But what's the point when I get a schnitzel and the schnitzel's beaten to death? <laughs> so it's just paper thin. Huh. And it's huge. It's a huge schnitzel. But I eat it and it's like, did I eat something? I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. And I'm hungry again. Oh, so I'm super bored and I don't like, I, I can't even, honestly, I can't even look at the things they offer because it's the same stuff all the time. And I, I just mean, look at them like, uh. Are there like any today, alternatives like today, around? 
You can just not pop really. Up, pop up There's the classic Croatian pekaras, and those yep. are for people who don't know. Those are bakeries. But before you go into thinking like, oh, amazing, Burek. luscious bakeries of you know, uh, dark breads and treats and danishes and pastries. No, it's not that. <laughs> it's 98% white bread. Yeah, good old classic. So you have up. white loaf bread, and they also might have like brown bread. Well, there's there's some now bakeries that do more things, but generally the classic. Mm-hmm. Pekara. Right, you know, Tim. Yeah, some some kiflas. It's the same thing in Serbia, too. It's just like but you get white burek, bread. Though. Burek you get is burek. good, I have to say. Yeah. Which, okay, for people who don't know, burek is basically like a... Um, think of it like a... Ooh, that's hard to explain. Is I would there? describe it as a pastry oh, dish. Salty the pastry dough dish. dough is very close if you had a, like a German strudel. Sort yeah. of. Sort of. Think of like a savory strudel, and the dough is basically dough. What is savory? And by the cheese. way, I've heard that so many. Savory times. means salty, basically. Uh, so you have savory and sweet, right? That's so savory is would be a burek, and then sugary or so, sweet would be like an apple pie. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Anyway, these are really hard to describe on it's audio. Very greasy, I don't know. very crispy, and it's got that sort of. Cheese, that sort of uh, cottagey cheese kind of yeah. stuff. The little, the little. It sounds weird when you describe it, but these are actually it's actually pretty yeah. good. If you if you get a good one, like super fat. These are these are like like Balkan agriculture places kind of food. It's like just like milky and, and yeah, and, and, and the Balkan and ways like are always like greasy. starchy, and there's like no nutrients. No, <laughs> but it's just you get filled. Vegetables are for decoration. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but anyway, burek. I, I like. I'm a big fan. Yeah, but I'm also getting bored of that man. Like, I mean, if you have that, yeah, like we have that once, you know, when we visit home, so it's like special. But if mm-hmm. I would eat that every day, I'd be just like, ah, no it's more. boring. It's boring for me. It's like once in a while, I'm really hungry. There's no other options. I'll get that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, long story short, I'm really tired of the cafeteria food, and so now I'm trying to think of a plan to bring my own lunch in the yeah. classic way of how I used to do it in high school. In America, I'll bring my own lunch. A little package? A little package, and I'll maybe just make myself like a sandwich. Yeah. Maybe put some chips, and I'll also bring like fruits. So yes. then I'll just snack, fruits. you know, just all day like bananas, grapes. Some, some granola bar or like something grapes. like that. You don't like grapes? People like grapes. So, Tim, did you know yes. that grapes, I like the genetically altered grapes Without the seeds? in the United States with no seeds. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I love would. that. And I'm then when a... I have grapes here, I can't eat them. It's sad because it's just, just used like to, used to the uh, prince the, ways, the, the seeds, the fancy ways. Yeah, I mean, like I, I don't mind if I'm sitting outside on the porch and I can spit the damn seeds into the grass. <laughs> it's it's fine. But if you're like, oh, you're just like, Bleh. you know, like, do you like watermelon? I love watermelon. I hate watermelon. Why? It's stupid. It makes no sense. Uh, this it's is 80% water. Yeah. First of all. It's and then the it's just like a little mild water. aftertaste of like a fruit that I wouldn't care for. So uh it's actually bad. yeah, it's like, Emma loves it in summer. It's just like I could just bring a no. watermelon every evening and she would just be sitting there and just like mm, no. sugary it water. It needs to be intense. It needs no. to be intense. But there's this really weird game that um some of my family members we love to play in the summer and when you when you feel as a stranger if you look at it it would probably seem super weird 
But you can't when you're eating watermelon, you spit the seeds at the other people. Just get them stuck on the other people's faces. Mm, Which is if you look at it, it's weird because it's like spitting on other people's faces. It's kind of strange, but it's absolutely hilarious and so much fun. Just running around, just grabbing a watermelon, just like stuffing it in your face, and then just like in your mouth, you're like trying to find the seeds, and then like a machine gotta go. Yeah, mm. we really weird, but in that context, uh, it's it's not weird. I guess it's funny how I guess it's, it's human... one of those family things. Yeah, you just get used to it, and then it's your tradition. Yeah. Um, speaking of so your yeah, school, that's, yeah. What? So 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 what's the what's I the don't verdict? want to talk about school. I, no, what? I was going to ask like what's what's the verdict? Okay. Like I mean, you've you've been there. I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. I mean, like I don't know, and more. I, I mean, I I know oh, you like, hate it right now. But like, yeah, well, because it's a lot of work. Oh, my, not, not like, oh, what you're doing right now. Yeah, I'm like, is it like, so you've been doing this for what? Was this your third year? Yes, this is officially my third year, but... Third year, and the, you... The way it works here is that I extended it by a year because I was a little behind. So, you, so what, It's so four years now, to... but it's technically the third. Oh, this is your fourth year, but it's your third year of learning. Yes. Okay, so correct. you've been four years doing this, but it's like the third year. Okay, so, so you... Do you want a verdict? You went to high school in the U.S., and then you guys moved here. I know, I think for a year or two, you tried to get in school, and there were some complications that you didn't manage to, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, my entire education before university was uh, an American-based yes, education. Yes, so yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. When we were also living in Europe, we were homeschooled based on, you know, American curriculum. Yeah. And so I, we also went, so I'm not going to get into the timeline, but we also went to an elementary school where we lived mm-hmm. in Anderson. And then um, it was middle school, so 6th through 12th grade, so it was middle and high school, was all in one go when we were in the States. Yep. And so that's what I was used to. I was used to that kind of style of education. And, then... and as, as much as I loathe that, you know, when you're a teenager, you have your tantrums and your <laughs> silliness. Your bitchy ways um, of a teenager. Yeah, and your angsty ways, like, it's so stupid, why are we in school, and these things. But it's classic teenager things. Yes. But it's only till you leave that system till you go, it was so good, you know, <laughs> compared to this. Uh, the best way I can describe it is... No, like, I just want to say... In my opinion. That, yeah. um, so so you chosen, you chosen uh, for this higher education for university, you chosen history and philosophy. Like what was yeah. what was your reasoning there? Like what's what, what, why would the choice? So what happened was that in high school, mm-hmm. I was really adamant, and I was like thinking, like, do you know what I want to do? It's like I would like to go and study in Europe because that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just like great, and it's like there's so many benefits. It's like you know, it's free, uh, it's European. I was I was on a European kick back then when I was okay. in high school. It's a long story, but anyway, I was just like, it's gonna be great. It's the best. I'll go do that. Give me the mini version of why, why you thought this. And the mini version was, um, apart from these educational systems, is that I was getting interested in philosophy okay. uh, towards the end of high school. From school or from other like, sources? You no, know, just, just myself. Just general. Just myself personally. Well, this goes into my whole Christian religious story. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, yeah. I, was, I was thinking like, you know, oh, you know, philosophy is interesting because I can, you know, defend the existence of God. I can like, you know, bolster my... Okay. Faith, as it were. Jake Corner that, stuff. That's why. Well, no, it wasn't, though. This is the thing. It wasn't Jake Corner stuff. It was very, like, you know, the Christian term apologetics? 
this whole idea of like defending what you believe systematically, like through like arguments, def- defending it in the secular world, yes. using arguments from like your yes. like corner. Okay, like I using it. Yep. philosophical arguments. So then you go yeah. objectively, like this is the case. Why I'll go through it premise by premise. Okay. I got it. And I got that, it. That's, what, that's where I was in, in high school. Like okay. at 18, I was thinking like, this is what I have to do. Um, and it was very, like it was sort of, I guess, like impersonal in the sense that I just wanted to make sure I was right. Like yeah. I was correct. Like I wanted to make sure I knew the correct answers. And so funny, funny enough, that's what motivated me mm-hmm. to like figure out these things. But then again, I think at the same time, I was always sort of inquisitive and I always like, asked questions about stuff and I always sort of wanted to learn more about things I think that's also where it stemmed from was like trying to get to the bottom of things okay and so yeah and that was like basically I would like I remember I would sit in the library and like read stuff on like Wikipedia or Mm -hmm. whatever and like read articles on like philosophy and stuff like that and I thought oh this is cool I thought do you know what this seems to be like this seems to be like a category where you can find a lot of stuff out about guess like the nature of reality right yeah and you was there any person like that sort of uh i guess not inspired you but like i mean like who had the effect like or was it just like all coming from you there wasn't any like model or something like that that's just like nope role model okay nope it was just me thinking about these things and i think when you're that age also you have a, a a picture in your head where if you learn more about something, mm-hmm. you'll get answers, okay, and then you'll be set. Like, like that's it. You're done. Yeah. So I'm I good. thought, like philosophy, I thought was like this is it. Like this is this will answer everything. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like I thought it'll just exp- like I'll just figure stuff out. I'll use these tools, and I'll be able to just have all the answers. Okay. <laughs> that, that's good. Well, that's, how, yeah, how do- but that's not how it works. <laughs> how does the history fall into this? Okay, and then history was I think more of a byproduct in the sense that I was pretty good in high school towards the end of my high school years. I was pretty decent at uh, at um, passing my classes in mm-hmm. history. I remember I had a really good history teacher when I switched to public high school. Yeah. His name was Mr. Bedreau, okay. and he taught um, world history. So sophomore year, that's... Uh, second year of high school then we did i was in, a, in a, this class called ap u.s history which is called advanced placement u.s history what does that mean that means that i think they changed it now but back then uh you could enroll in an advanced placement class which would basically be an emulation of what a college course would look oh, okay. like like a, like a preparement like a pre yeah 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 and so let's say we use a college textbook for that class. Oh, fancy. I have to say it was. I have to say it was a really good class. Like when I compare that class <laughs> to what you have here. to the history classes I've here, <laughs> that class was amazing. Like that was just quality stuff because yeah. he would go through everything. They would cover chapter by chapter, and we would discuss stuff. And he would talk about it like a story, you know. Yeah. yeah. Like Thomas Jefferson was the best guy ever. America rules. Exactly. That's what you got to hear. That's what it is. That was Patriotism the whole story. Is the no, best. That, that, that wasn't the case. But you know, there there is a skew Nationalism, though in, in American schools of anywhere. The, but anywhere. I think every country has their own. I mean, if own. yeah, like any country, like it's everything is like very trivial, especially like I mean, I, I uh, when I where I grew up, like in Serbia, that was 
like pretty much the view of the world, especially the world wars and everything. I've just learned mostly about what was happening in this, and that's just like normal. Yeah, it's just, like, it's just because you but, know but I, it's government textbooks, so of course they're gonna yeah. <laughs> gonna be biased. Yeah, um, but yeah, I really liked that class. The AP US class was great. US history, I did well. I I, I remember like I have to just say I did pretty good because that was actually a fairly difficult class mm-hmm. like you really had to keep up like reading the chapters understanding it and it wasn't hard for me I, I seriously it wasn't hard like i actually enjoyed it i was reading about these things and it was interesting and it wasn't a problem okay, so, so, so figured, thinking, you know what so I my my, my my entire idea was so philosophy will cover basically your big questions right like that's your base uh base level like from here you can build some kind of a I don't know what do you want to call it, like worldview or build some kind of a a system of how to better understand the world, right? But was to, it was to, it what you thought you're gonna get answers or are you gonna get methods that you can get answers with? Both, both. Okay. But but I thought I but I thought like back then, I mean this is all part of my like story. Back then I thought that essentially, you know, the answers that I believed were right would reveal okay. themselves. Okay, so you're gonna find in the like, philosophy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I would just basically learn it and go, see, that's the right answer. Okay, <laughs> that's what I thought. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious. I was always curious, like what was the yeah, and that was it. And thought process. Um, like maybe it wasn't that exaggerated, but you know what I'm talking about, right? But like it, like if you analyze it from from now, you can clearly see that was it. Maybe back then it wasn't so clear to you why it was like yes. that, but, but now I think it was can... like that. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. And so, um, uh, but that aside, though, the idea was that, like, in general, and this is, I would agree with my past self here, is that when you study philosophy, what's nice about it is that you get a, you learn about, obviously, specific theories and sort of, again, like, tools of thinking, right? Mm -hmm. Like, clear argumentation, being consistent, understanding fallacies when you're making mistakes, um, you're also exposed to very big ideas that are fundamental that actually connect to all kinds of other branches of not only thought but other subjects, right? Like, for instance, when we're talking about science, yeah, you're talking about science empirically. So you're talking about how we understand the physical world. But then once you start to get into questions of like, why is science like that? Or what are the limits of science? Then you're already into philosophy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you have no evidence. There's no physical evidence. You have to just go into speculation, right? You can't have what science has. And then, you know, you have the theory and then you have the practical test. You know, you don't have that. In you don't have that, exactly. And that's philosophy. Philosophy, there's no testing. There is no, you can't predict. You have to nope. just, yeah. it's all theory. You're just talking ideas and bouncing uh, ideas around. But what I like about that is that basically, at the end of the day, whatever we talk about, I think, we always end up there somehow, right? Like, whatever subject you take, you're going to end up talking about it philosophically. I mean, whether, you, whether you like it or not, I think so. I don't know if that, that's like, you know, 100% sure. Okay, possible, I'm just saying this but, is my, like, okay. opinion. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that you, I don't like have Like, that's any. the end goal, like, where, like, that's... You know, where the roll the like that, that's kind of that's what you're thinking, right? Yeah, kind of. I, I can see what you're saying. It's not necessarily the case. I, no, always. it's not like everyone everyone's trying to get there. But yeah, no. If you go a certain direction, 
the thing that's on the end is usually sort of philosophical. Yeah, like, like you always discussion. you always end up at like some kind of a wall where you can't go any further, and now you're you're just gonna speculate within yeah. use your brain. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And those are like the big questions, right? We get to whatever we want to talk about. Okay. Um, but that, that's where you have to come to some kind of assumptions, right? Like even let's say when you talk about the physical world, we have to assume the physical world exists, right? Yeah. That's an assumption. We have to say like, I don't know if it exists. You could be a solipsist and say like everything only exists in my head. Yeah. But then that doesn't help you. <laughs> like how are you gonna? <laughs> Well, helps you if you want to be a nihilist, you know. If you that's just, a, yeah, you can go into nihilism. That's fine. You can so, just go and say nothing has any, you know, repercussions because it's all in my head, and I can do whatever I want. I can murder yeah, half of this. There's town. no meaning. There's no yes. meaning. Just give up. Uh, but anyway, I like that idea, and I agree with my past self. That's sort of like a nice base to have because from there you can have a sort of zoomed out perspective on mm-hmm. other subjects. You know what I mean? So like, I'm not good at other subjects. I'm not good at science i'm horrible at biology i'm terrible at math but i can look at math and tell you like ooh, i can we can talk about the concepts of math you know like we can say oh look you know why does math work like this right and then you get into logic and you go oh that makes sense so logic exists you know like logic is a thing that exists let's talk about that you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, you get into concepts and i like that because then you can plug it into different um subjects and so that was my idea that's like a nice base you learn philosophy um not and my goal was never like to <laughs> learn, learn philosophy prove god and then be great that's it and you're you're, you're set and it's like the, now the, I can the, walk the, I, the three-step plan of jake and i can tell jake, you tim jake. now you must believe because i have this argument but no, uh so as, a, as, as an adult right now did you i mean you can look back and did other adults when you were choosing this stuff did they do the, the classic questions like okay so yeah this is what you want you're interested in but uh, as far as your career and profession what is what is your thought process here like are you going to be a teacher or what's what's going to be like how are you going to use this school as far as like career making money did you ever thought about that or that was just like no i'm going to Pure. Well, let me finish. Let me finish the thing. And then so then the second part of history was this is my idealistic teenager mind was we yes. have that nice base of philosophy. Yep. And on top of that, we have this history, right? Now, what's great about history is that we can actually learn. We can learn about events in the mm-hmm. history of humankind. And then this is my looking back quite naive way of seeing it. Now we can plug in this sort of you have this philosophy Okay. But then you also look at history, and now you're like basically set for understanding so much. You know everything now. Yeah. But I think in theory it makes sense. But at the same time, I think it's a little bit, you know, I think they're very, like, if you look at it in a, as a, as face value, it makes sense. Face value, it makes sense. But if you look at the subjects, they're so different. Completely yeah, different beasts altogether, and but like if you could, you could combine psychology, sociology with history, maybe. But philosophy, yeah, with history is like that's a that's a, that's an odd mix. And so I think I was pretty um, like idealistic in the sense of like I understood what I kind of wanted to go for, but I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like you said, they're very they're very specific and very different very different things and you they don't really um they don't really click like they're they're just different things basically 
Okay, so anyway, the career thing. <sighs> I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. We, we, did you think about stuff like that back then, or was just like no? no I didn't actually know because I think Spread for me back then it was all about going through um, a sort of like inner, uh, like figuring things out, right? Yeah. And so I think part of that was like I just wanted to I just wanted to study philosophy just because it was something that I thought was like. You can, when you study academically, you can be a little bit, you're forced to learn about it mm-hmm. systematically. Like, you know, you have to learn about ethics. And it's like, I don't want to learn about it. Just, you know, <laughs> finish it and then you'll have some base. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not that, like, not that I would be, like, even now, I'm not even that interested in, like, working in philosophy directly. But I look at it as, like, an indirect thing like you know, it's sort of the idea of the of the liberal arts. You know, sort of the idea of like the Renaissance man, the Enlightenment. Like you, yeah, like you learn you learn kind of a broadly about mm-hmm. certain things, and then you just sort of use that in whatever you're gonna do. Yeah, I, I see. I see what you mean. Like you, 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 you understand what it is, and then you can. And it's just nice to know. Like use it's it nice to know those things. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so like that's why I don't vouch. I don't say like. It's very difficult. I wouldn't call myself like a philosopher because, you know, you you really have to be invested in that and you have to be very meticulous and be careful because you don't want to also... Be cautious of the program. Be cautious of the program. And so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And yeah, I I didn't think about that too much. And even now it's like that's a big like dilemma. It's like I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. what I should do. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, what I learned, if we're going to talk about like university education yeah i mean like so, so you chose this and then you know yeah you your euro fetish and you went like europe it's you know it's the <laughs> yes. hard hard learning and that's where it's gonna well, be great do you, want, do you want me to go into like to touch on like the differences or no is that boring um i mean, I've, this, I know but you know uh, yeah. i know but maybe if someone's listening who only knows one maybe you i think, could give, I, think like, I can, a really I, can short sum, one. I can sum it up like really quickly like in a yeah. couple minutes honestly the difference is that, like, the education system in countries like uh, the United States or Canada, or I, I even say, like, England or Australia, they're all really similar. And I personally like this model where, I don't know how it is in university, let's say in America, but I, I can only base it on my high school experience. And I'm guessing that high school is, an ex, like, college is an extension of high school, right? Like, you're doing I mean, it could more. also depend like colleges and then like the big universities, you know, the the Yales and all the, all the right, but craziness. Like have, that could be a different sort of situation. Right. Well, you have community colleges and you have yes. universities, basically. Yeah. Um, but in general, I think that my, let's say my AP US class, I'm pretty sure that's similar mm-hmm. to how it was probably done. Or I don't know, people who study in an American university comment. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what I want to say is based on my high school experience, what I liked was that how we learned was more or less logical. It was concept-based. Mm-hmm. So let's say if we're talking about history, we learn about concepts. We learn about why was this important, right? Why was this government formed in such a way? Why was this figure critical in helping shape this government? You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, yeah. causes, consequences, 
sure, we'll learn like, you know, some dates and we'll learn some important events. But ultimately, you're talking about, again, like ideas that happened in history. I really like that. In like continental Europe, I'm guessing, I don't know if that's true, but I can only speak for, let's say, Croatia and countries like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. The yeah. system, when it comes to, let's say, studying history, I was absolutely shocked. I was shocked. You were not ready. I was not ready in the slightest for what, for how they teach this. I personally call it, people will get angry at this, I call it the post-communist way of teaching things because I think this is all left over from the Yugoslavia days in the sense of... I don't know uh, what, what if it's it got anything to do with communist, I think... Okay, not ideology, but I'm talking about like methodology, like how okay. how it's being taught. I, I mean, it's... I I have honestly no idea what's the source, but it's there's a definitely a very similar uh, approach or the idea of what it means to have a higher education among these countries that we're living in. I don't know, maybe like how UK or maybe somewhere in Sweden yeah. or somewhere like North Europe, but definitely around here, there's that same thought of that you are there to work and you are learning to be the expert and you need to learn everything and you need to do it by yourself. Like right. okay. Yeah, that's that's But here's the thing. Okay, forget the communist stuff. I was just that's yeah, an yeah. aside. Doesn't matter. Forget that. But but I went to say is that how let's say history is taught here. And it's different with philosophy. Philosophy is fine for for the most part. But let's oh, say yeah, how history is taught. Okay. Yeah. How history is taught is I just I, I, I still to to this day I can't believe how how ridiculous this is. I don't know how this is like in other universities, like I said, like in the States or Canada, but here, literally, the teacher goes, okay, so um, the books you need to learn are two books. Each book is 500 pages. Mm -hmm. Learn them. The test is in four months. Yep. And then you go listen to the lectures, and most of the time... What the person is talking about the lectures is 25% was going to be the test. If that, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't care. Sometimes they just talk about whatever they want to talk about. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Agenda. I'm not joking. And so you have to go home. And now, of course, I'm not, I'm saying you have to study, of course. Like, I'm not saying you're supposed to like just not study, but I'm saying that you have no idea where the emphasis is. Like, you don't know, is this important? Is this not important? You know, you have to do the work. You have to listen on the lecture if they're talking about it. You have to take the notes. But that's the thing, Tim. You have that's to the thing, the... Tim. You're yeah. being too logical. This does. This is not always the case. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm serious. I... The case is often that they speak about the main things, mm-hmm. and then you go and take the test, and they say, "Who was Julius Caesar's second cousin?" Yeah, that's that's the details in the in the books. That's what you're. Yeah. No. You need to know everything. That's stupid. You need to be no. the master. The master. That's ridiculous. I I so disagree with this model of learning because <laughs> it's stupid. It is quite. It's quite. Silly. You learn the main things, and then if you want a really high grade, then you learn those little details. But the thing is that that shouldn't even be emphasized. Those you know, the brother of Julius Caesar, Caesar's mother's cousin. That's yeah. just. 
you know, you know what I'm saying? And so I mean, the entire depends. test is is B roll. Like it's not even yeah. like the main stuff. Yeah. And no, that no, no, to no, me, everything is, is in detail. It's not like the brothers scrolls. Everything is important. Everything that's in the book is important. I don't like you defending them, Tim. I'm, I'm not defending them. I'm just explaining to 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 how how it is. Like how they see it as in. I think it's wrong is because you don't actually learn anything no. unless well, you're that's like what super say. smart. What happens at the end is that essentially this model, you're regurgitating, you become a robot, and all you're doing, and the best way I can sum it up is like, imagine someone gives you a paper and it has 50 points on that paper, 50 lines. Mm-hmm. Your entire task is to take this at home and memorize it and then go repeat that and write it on a test. Yeah, and I mean, this is how that's it's all been you're taught doing. from elementary school. It, it, See, that's the difference. Place. You, you, I mean, I've never done it. I've learned. never done it because I'm a lazy bastard. I never, never learned anything. I, I mean, I got through my elementary school because I just read encyclopedias, and then my high school, I kind of like you know just wiggled my way. But through. yeah, but see, you guys, you guys, when you were doing school in Serbia, was. Like this, pretty much. Yes, but this is the standard model. This is how you have to yeah, memorize see, the whole like thing and then sort of regurgitate it, as you said, out, and then pff, next two months completely forget about whatever the hell yes, you were talking about. Yes, see, and it just... You have no concept. It's terrible. And so that that really, you know, it's... it's You lose stamina, and it's just... It's... I think if you're... Here's the thing, though. If you're interested in the subject... Of course, it's going to be a lot easier because you're going to be reading a story and going, "Oh, yes. I love all these stories." <laughs> <laughs> but if you're me, and then you realize after the fact, yes. Also, by the way, this is a great opportunity to complain: is that I also am a big proponent of the uh, the American model in the sense where you can declare your major later. Mm-hmm. So that means you can fiddle about and test different subjects like i could have taken a history class and go no 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 this is crap yeah and switched but here is the old school method which is ludicrous where you enroll in a subject Mm -hmm. and that's it that's it if you want to not do that you have to completely wait till the next year yeah you have to switch you have to start to a new major so yeah history more or less i have to say the verdict is bad it's bad and i think if if you're only super interested in history do it but otherwise run away run away completely because like me like now i'm just really i'm having to force myself to learn about caesar's uncle you know i'm really glad though by the way i'm glad all that old stuff is done like Uh i'm the worst with that like egypt and greece oh my goodness (laughs) don't even ask me never ask me that's why in the future, if someone asks me, like, what did I study? I will never say history. I would say, oh, just, just philosophy. Philosophy. Just like and if they word. find out, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, um, but philosophy, what I like, let's say in my school, mm-hmm. it's fine. More or less, it's fine. It's normal. That means the teacher talks about what we're going to be tested over. Okay. We, there's a, there's a definitive, like, you know, here are the handouts that we get. Here's, let's say, a book we have to cover. You know, and the book is reasonable because it's, you know, it's not easy to understand all this stuff. And you, uh, you know, I don't know how it is in other countries, but today the modern lecture is just slideshow, right? Presentation, PowerPoint. Yeah. It's just PowerPoint. Yeah. And so you just learn those a lot of the times and you get an idea. And it's normal, more or less. It's normal. So that means that you can go home 
You can read it and go, ah, I understand this. And then go and, you know, take. And also, by the way, the last thing I can say is another thing I'm a very big fan of. Mm-hmm. And this is also in like my philosophy department. They're also big fans of um, written tests, not verbal tests. You don't like verbal tests? Verbal tests are, I don't know who invented that, but that makes zero sense. Verbal tests are stupidity. That well, makes are, no are you a fan of like prepared presentation as as a test? You just don't sure, like when they ask questions. So like I don't like there. the idea that they think that uh let's 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 do a hypothetical like thought experiment. So you have a hundred potential questions, right? Mm-hmm. And say I studied for 70, right? And I just I just for some reason I couldn't study those extra 30. So I, <laughs> I studied for 70. It's yeah. too much. I'm telling you, it's too much. And the teacher happens to ask me question 25, mm-hmm. which I know. Awesome. I, I passed. But if she had asked me 97, you don't, um, you don't pass. And the, the, the weirdest thing is it's supposed to be like a trick thing. Like, aha, you see? Yeah, you didn't you learn know. everything. Yes, you have to learn but everything. think about it this way, though. On a written test, it makes a lot more sense because think about it. You know, we're all human. We're under pressure. We sometimes don't, <laughs> yeah. don't can't remember, right? Yeah. So when it's a written test, you can just sit down and think and go, oh, I remember Caesar's cousin. Yeah, write yeah, him yeah. down, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But luckily, like I said, like this at our school, like the philosophy department, they're kind of like influenced by this sort of, um, you know, more like UK, just like, American kind of yeah. more modern. model. Yeah, more modern, and they're they're kind of like into that, so they kind of copy that stuff, which I'm glad because I think that's, in my opinion, progressive, and I think that's sort of like the way to go. You make it more about you know logically teaching, and not um, uh, just you know having kids suffer yeah. through these things. Because at the end of the day, it's not about just you know cramming, and you know I think I think it's good to have an actual proper like when you're going to learn something, you know. Yeah. I mean, I never got higher education, so I can't really speak what is better and what is not. I mean, just from my personal experience, I think when you are become an expert, you need to know a lot more than just understanding it. But I think the basis always should be understanding. There's no point of learning. Understanding, yeah. You don't understand what, what it is about. Like, you logically, you know, like your conscious understands what your, what, what, whatever the subject is, could it be history or whatever you're learning you know, which yeah. more sciencey ones, but you need to understand what that means, and then the details will be much easier to learn and much more. You know, you can assign them to these big, bigger concepts. So, definitely, yeah. I don't think it's a good, 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 good uh, way to to learn when you just like cram everything in there, just like yeah. one big sausage finger. Yeah, one big sausage. So yeah, I mean, like if you want a verdict, uh, basically, um, yeah. it's an experience. It was an experience, I have to say. Uh, I'm not done yet, so I can't overspeak. Because see, now, since close, now I talked about close. this, I'm going to fail all my tests. <laughs> I'll never finish. Uh, never. Always, always studying those Egyptians. Oh man, no! Like I told you, the Egyptians are gone. They're long gone. They got long gone. But so, so, so philosophy was like fine. It's all good. History is like Satan's yes. evil plan. Yeah, to Satan's you. evil plan. Philosophy's decent. Okay. But even philosophy, I would say, it could even be even be better in the sense that, like, mm-hmm. you know, it could be more. Um, because the thing is, you know, like, like I'm also a big fan of like, yeah, like I think that teachers, in my opinion, should be 
very interested in their subject. That's just my personal mm -hmm. opinion. I think that you really have to be yeah, passionate, I think. And there's some, there's some who are passionate, but I think there's also a lot of people who are not. Who are <laughs> so just, we just um, decided, hmm, philosophy, yeah. I'll do that, and then they hate their life. Yeah, not, not to hate life, but just to really kind of just, hmm, like they don't really... Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that, 20 years of this. Yeah. Yep. Just give so, a paycheck. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I think it's just... Um, I'll learn? have what did you learn? more verdicts later, but anyway, I don't know. I think at the end of the day, sort of, if you set aside all these, like, because the thing is, I'm not even that big of a fan of, like, academics and, you know, schooling. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, it's something that I think is, it can be beneficial to do, but I'm also very, very quickly now, late, realizing that it's not for everyone. You know, okay. like higher education. I, I think that um, it really depends. You have to have a good idea of why you're wanting to study something. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't have a really good idea, then I really would recommend just not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's no need because, you know, there's this whole idea of this, like, you know, inflation of like everyone is getting a university degree. Yes. And then everyone's sort of devalues. Exactly. Right. And I agree. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. I'm just uh, and, quoting um, Syndrome. I mean, that, that's a real quote, though. Yeah, Syndrome. Who's Syndrome? From uh, Incredibles, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Although he said super, not special, but still. And but that's, so... But that's the... What's, what's, the, what's the director's name? Bradford. Uh, yeah, he always does, has that weird thing. It's all his movies. Oh, yeah. The, the, the individuality. And people special, are, some then... people are special. Yeah. And they need to be special. They need to be traded like special flowers. Remember Imaginarium? What was it called? Land of Image. What was it called? The movie. Brad Bird one. Okay, Brad Bird did. The new one. Iron, Iron Giant. He did Incredibles. He did Ratatouille. And then he did um, the new the one. The live action one. Not the Mission Impossible one. That was good. Oh. But this, the, the other one, the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told us about that. We never watched it. It was called. You never seen um, it? Okay, yeah. But that, that, that's, there was more of that. That sort of like. Some people are special uh, and need to be special. Oh, you didn't like that, didn't you? You talked about that once. <laughs> I, I guess I guess we did. It was I, a long I, while this ago. This was more on the nose than Incredibles, I think, and it kind of rubbed me to the What was it way. called, man? I don't it know. Called... It was a Disneyland place. Future World? Dream World? Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. There you go. <laughs> there you, there you go. go. There you go. But yeah. But anyway, let's just finish this segment. Yeah. I just want to say that... Um, Wait, let me take the time. Wait, <laughs> I think I think we're pretty good. No, like hour. Phil, it's perfect. I need to know. Wait, no, okay, we're good still. We're good. Well, dude, Phil, I think Phil doesn't he leave like at twelve thirty? Oh yeah, 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 it's it's one. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I, for some reason, I thought it was a long time. I need to pick him up at twelve thirty, but it's actually one thirty no. that I need to pick yeah. him up. Yeah, so we're it's good. It's just it's just stay here forever. Forever, yeah. So um, we're good. No, here's revelation. My revelation is that I realize that I'm not a very meticulous person i think that i am uh i definitely have more of a like I, i i enjoy doing more creative things and things that aren't so confined where you have to like think about them forever you know what i mean like i kind of like stuff that's based on how you feel like when you do music You know, okay, so you're you, do, not, you, you don't do like music. the precision of signs. You're more well. No, I, I appreciate the precision of signs. The, the just like for what you're signs, doing. But like, I I realize that it's not really like my forte, pure domain. 
Like it's fun to talk about and it's great, but I, I, it's hard. It's really hard. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a very certain kind of person. Yeah. So the best way is just to be lazy, and then just default everything to your opinions, and then you're free. You're free to say anything you want. Yes. And that's why you have a podcast because exactly. there's no need Feed the to worry. Ego. Yeah. There's no need to worry. <laughs> so what do you think about that? Like, wh- where would you place yourself? in the world of is it science or is it um i don't know i mean i don't think i've ever i i think of similar to you i don't have the the necessary tools built up definitely don't have the work ethic or that yeah that's also work ethic is also attention yeah. and uh just like things you develop as as, as a kid to be able to pull that off at, at a certain like quality you know that this is this thing that yeah. science needs I, I do definitely interested in it and i do have moments but they're like short spurs they're not uh i can do it for a really short time and then figure like i mean a program which is pretty much a really nerdy stupid thing and and is you know, very sciencey in a way but that I mean, is, is that problem is solving the, that is part of that realm it is part of the realm, but um, I definitely say like I need to. I can't do that all the time. It's like little yeah. little, little bits. So I just like dabble yeah. in everything. It kind of sucks, but I, I like I like to be. That's why I do too. Like you know, it's just like that, that sort of initial, you know, the excitement of a thing, and then once you have to go to the grind, once you have to like you know, like master the craftsmanship, or you have to kind of like be the expert and everything, and it gets boring. And I kind of give yeah, up. I agree completely. I think if I learn anything, you have to, I think you have to find your own sort of, you have to find your own rules in a sense, like you have to build your own kind of system. That's what I think. I think like you don't, because like once you jump into, like I said, the realm of science, now you have to go either going to be really good at it, like an expert, mm-hmm. or you're going to be like sort of mediocre. So in my opinion, the best to do is to sort of do your own thing. And that's why it's so great when you do something creative, you don't have to worry so much about that because you're just, yeah. you know, you're either riffing or you're talking about personal experiences or you're doing, I don't know, music or you're doing, um, you know, something visual. And that's great because you don't have to then worry about being confined in that, you know, but the great thing is that's why like I think that my opinion is that you don't have to be an expert to make something that changes someone's life or that makes um or to create something great, you know, like let's say we're doing the Matrix podcast, right? Yeah. The Wachowskis, like they're into philosophy, they're into, you know, understanding sort of the nature of reality. But they went and did a movie how they wanted to. You know? Yeah. And it's amazing. You know what I mean? And it's like, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I d- definitely the, get the, it. And, and it I, doesn't I, have to be a, you don't have to be a, um, you know, PhD scholar unless you like that. If you like that, awesome. And those people are very important. But I'm yeah. just saying that there's different things you can but do. There's a possibility if you are struggling with that, you know, you can, you can look at alternatives. I mean, for me personally, I think it's still a bit difficult because I have really like big admiration and sort of respect for people who are experts, you know, like oh, when too. they're craftsmen. When, Absolutely. 
they're the person who decided when they were like 12 and then for the last 50 years, you know, they've been working on this one thing, absolute dedication, because yes. maybe it's because something I don't think I could ever possibly do. And they are, then they have the, 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 the right or whatever to say, you know, I, I am the master of this. And are we no talking one about can, any, any sort of anything, craft? Anything. Yeah, any, anything agree, that's because, yeah. you know, there's, there's art and there's craftsmanship and whatever, but there's just that sort of dedication to just perfecting whatever it is. And it's like making things or doing things or learning yeah. things or See, understanding that, thing. things. And yeah, it's, I, I com- really respect that. And, and as someone who, as a kid, was always inspired by people who were like that, you know, just had that sort of like uh, unrealistic thought that if I could be like those people, if I just like a little bit, you know, <laughs> like never really understanding that, like what what it, what it actually takes to to become that yeah, kind of master, yeah. you know, and just to sort of realizing and then come to terms with, okay, probably I don't have the dedication to do that, but there's what you're talking about, that sort of just like kind of like... uh like what do you say like what is that uh you know everything but, but you're not a master I, of anything kind of thing like that the the you're like really interested in everything and your quality is that you know a lot of different things and then you can put them into this one you know like something something yeah. completely different which is more creative like that's, that's true but that's i was gonna good. say but i think though to add to that what my angle would be though is that yes i think that there are you know people who dedicate their life to a single craft and these are the you know these are the people we admire who achieve like really brilliant stuff right like i can watch guy guy build an axe for about an hour and just be completely relaxed and they'll be like "Mm, that is so good or i can watch a dude mess about in a modular analog synthesizer for about two hours and i'd be just completely amazed and just like okay this is so good you know that's what i mean like just yeah but what I wanted to say is that my opinion is that I still think that even if it's that that's the case where you have, let's say, a person who's a complete expert and who dedicated their life to one craft. Yes. I still think, though, that in my opinion, it's important and I think that it's good to still develop a craft of yours that you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And because I think that the more you work on a craft, the better you get. But I think my opinion here is the goal isn't to be a master of that craft technically, but I think to master sort of how to utilize that craft. Meaning that I think that at the end of the day, an expert who's like amazing and a person who might not be technically amazing at something, but still is good at a craft, I think they can be equally valuable. That's, that's, I think that's a thought that I struggle Still, so you don't, you don't think so? But I, I think, of I think it's the obsession like, of being the best at something that, like, that's the valuable thing. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what what is it that like why did that develop? I but know, I think like, it's ever since I was a kid, it's like that's like the thing, and then the rest is just like bad copies. You know what I mean? That's like. But no, but see, I wouldn't. To me, those are too extreme, though, because like for instance, I think of let's say a band I really like, and for instance, for me, their let's say their songs, let's say you know, um, they, let's say, touch me in a completely, you know, like, great way that I love their music and I love their songs, mm-hmm. right? And they speak to me. 
yet they're not, let's say, the most technically proficient, yes. nor are they people who are like, their goal was to just, since birth, to be the Ingwi Malmsteins of the world. But to me, their song is way more valuable than that guy who is um, Ingwi Malmsteen, you know, who can yeah. be perfect. So for me, it's like, like song, I yeah. think that it doesn't, like, I appreciate technicality and I appreciate someone who's dedicated because there's, you know, there's so many degrees to this. This is very general. We're speaking very general. Yeah, we're speaking like anything. Anything. But I, but in my opinion, I think that at the end of the day, they can be just as equally valuable, despite not both those people not having um, the same, so to speak. Yeah, I, I mean, I know technical or work like, ethic. There's, there's, there's you know. a, you know, an experience, and and then there's, you know, like the the attitude of things and then I definitely completely agree with you. No, that's 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 possibility. But I but think there are factual like limitations. Like if you if you say if you're a guitar player and if you're not good at playing quickly, that's a limitation. Like that'll only hinder you in making better music, right? What do you mean? Like I'm meaning like I'm saying that there's let's say if you're a guitar player yes. and you're not practicing eight hours a day like John Petrucci. Yes. She's <laughs> just going... <laughs> going to miles seven, eight billion yes, exactly. kill zone mode where I keep it low, I keep it at four billion. <laughs> I kill four doesn't, billion people per second. Doesn't blow your brains out. If it's eight billion, you know, <laughs> too, too many people die. <laughs> no, say so you can be a John Petrucci. Well, yes. what, what are we talking about? We're defining, we're talking about two different... We're talking about someone who... Ha- who implements the work ethic, right? And sort of yes. chisels away and they chisel to perfection. Yes. And we're talking about the other person who doesn't chisel to perfection, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Someone but, who like likes it for the experience. But think about this though. Like, let's say, this, here's, like, we, so... could, we, could, we could pit two people here and as an example, like, completely arbitrary. You have John, John Petrucci and, and Kurt Tom Cobain. DeLong. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, Tom DeLong, no. <laughs> he sucks. I can't, I can't. Tom DeLong, we can't put him here. Hey, someone who has a career as a musician, as a guitarist for many years, but, but practically thing, pretty much sucks at as far as the craft of guitar playing. But you know, for some people, they love Tom DeLong's music. And that's, that's, that's what I'm point, saying. Actually. That's, that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It, it doesn't it necessarily matter at all. Yes. If you look at it like globally, if you look at it objectively, you know, probably Tom DeLonge has more fans than John Petrucci and made more money than John Petrucci, if you look at sort of a success kind of meter, right? Okay, well, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking uh, okay, about success, so, so, but okay. Well, well, how do you, I mean, how do you value that? Like, how would you... I'm talking about how you subjectively appreciate an artist, that's all. Okay, but that's true, but that's like subjectively, you can't really do that because everyone has a different opinion. That's exactly hard, hard to measure. You know, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that's why, in my opinion, that but yeah, but you that's, can have but, someone. But you can go the yeah. science way. <laughs> you can put a measure on it. Like let's say, like the, what I was saying. You know, like you can. Ah, but can you, Tim? Can you put a measure? Yeah, you can. You can put measure on anything. If you, that's what science is about, you can. You can put a measure you, you put the on rules the technicality. That means proficiency. Um, is it in time? Is it played in pitch? You well, can no, do I'm that. also saying like the effects of it as well. Like I'm saying, like. How much? How many people does do like this guy and this guy? How many oh, people? Oh, so now we're talking about statistics, much, though. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like you, you can put these sort of arbitrary rules on that and measure, right? You know, compare. But then, but then our, our outputs are going to be so weird. Like, how are we going to measure the data? Well, you can do it. It's easy. You can just you just yeah, set you can, your but rules. There's no meaning. There's no meaning to the data. 
well, that's no, the I'm problem. Like you, you, you can do that, but that's 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 the thing. It's that it, 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 in the end, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You know, you you can do that. You can say, okay, this guy has more likes on YouTube than this guy. That means he's better. But it's completely stupid. That's like that doesn't yeah, make any stupid. sense. That, that that doesn't. But I'm just it's subjectively, yeah. Like some people value one thing than exactly. the other. And what I'm saying is, my ultimate vision is I think, and you're gonna hate this language, but I okay. think that a certain song or an artist can have the same amount of soul as another artist, despite them having two different levels of proficiency. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean that's that's completely fine. I think that's yeah. I think that's more of. But it's always a benefit to know more, of course. It's yeah. always a benefit to know more about the guitar. It's always a benefit to know more about music. But that doesn't mean that that's necessary, right? Because you can be a Kurt Cobain, and play four chords, and it, you know, you can yeah. love that song, right? Yeah. Versus John Petrucci's. Chuchi's 9,000 billion solo. Yeah. I think if you're looking, if you're judging it as an outsider, if you're looking at like craft craftsmen, right? And you're looking at them. Like, like we're aliens. Let's pretend we're aliens. You, you're looking at them. And then to judge them by this is absolutely impossible. People do it. People do it all the time. You know, this guy sucks. This guy is so much lower. And everyone has their subjective opinion. And well, because now we're getting into compare. the entire idea of what are we talking about in terms of how are we judging these but that's what I'm saying. works but like of the, art. But that's like subjective. Like people, people do that. But if you... Yeah. But the point is that you can't really look at that because it's pointless because other people's opinion. What you can do is just sort of look at it if you are that person. Like that's right. the, ultimately what you can do because that's the only thing you can technically change. So like if you are that person... In their shoes. Yeah, and, and and what is beneficial for for you? Is it to pursue the greatness of the craftsmanship, or just to be um, satisfy what you have? You know, like what are, what are the risks? Like, let's say. Well, this is this is interesting because this is now we're getting into the question of what is your criteria in the sense of what is your what are your goals? Yeah, as like an artist what, as what makes you, what what will keep you going on in whatever. Because I think you John do. Petrucci's goals are different than. I don't know, like Tom pick an artist. Tom DeLonge's goals. Those are two very different goals. Yeah, definitely. I mean, but ultimately we don't know because no. we, we are not inside their head. And no. John Petrucci could be crying every day into his pillow <laughs> just saying like, I am so good at at soloing at 1 billion BPM, but why why, yeah. why my music doesn't speak to me? And why, yeah, why does why no is, one why love me? Why is it missing me? that? Why is it missing that? You know, yeah. The the, the what, what's wrong? Is it swing? Do I need to swing it? Yeah. What's happening? Well, then John, then John Patricia would go in there and say, "Man, if I just take this and move this note two cents to the left, then I'll get the swing right." He's, yes, yes, he's yes. The point. And then then you know Tom DeLonge could be crying and he's like, "I never learned how to pray proper, pl- pray, <laughs> play properly." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's really hard to judge. Yeah, but he but he slaps on the delay pedal and he already he was already creating a song. Everything is magic. Well, he right? learned that from the from the great uh, Edge. That's how you do it. That's how you play. That's how you hide your bad playing. You just slap on the. Is that true? They learn it from the edge. Well, I don't ever. That's that's the first one. I mean, the old jokes are the. That's how edge plays. Just right. a bunch of te- you know. By the way, Tim, did it. you it watch the documentary, crazy. the Tom DeLonge documentary? The one where from he plays Ernie all the songs. Bong? Yeah, yeah. I, I watched what'd, it because. What'd you think of that? It was funny because it was just like it was like oh look Tom's talking about the Ling stuff and he's going to show how he plays these 
parts. So what's our conclusion, like, by the way, to our discussion? There's no conclusion. I f- honestly, I kind of lost myself, I think. But yeah. I, I think if I round it up, it's I, what we started it, and I think we're ending at that. It's that the perception that you have as in an individual and how you see these things and what yeah. you value, and that's how that you determines. Should. Yeah, because you don't want to. You know, it's really hard well, because, well, because yeah, of course it's hard. Human psyche is, you know, like sometimes it's the negative that will motivate you the most, you know, like you find out that the greatest, you know, virtuoso was motivated by some weird childhood, you know, like psychological disorder that he got from his parents abusing him and he just that was the motivation and it, that person is going to be miserable for their entire life mm, yeah. and they're going to hate yes, their craft but they're going to be the, you know like it's it's really hard, you know, and, and yeah, it's if, super hard, it, yeah. And it's hard, like if to to, to like if so, I guess it's hard to find out what is it that satisfies, what is give gives you that content. For sure. Is it is but it we, you know working with your craft, or is it I'm gonna be okay with everything and calmer and not stress myself and just be chillax, and that's what you know. That's what. Yeah, gives me content, again, it know? depends on what you're trying to do and what your goals are. That's pretty much it. It depends on what, <laughs> criteria, on what criteria you set. Okay, we repeated ourselves. But at the We're end of the day, repeating ourselves so badly. It's this is a new horrible. bit of information. Okay. The new bit of information is that it's always better to practice than not to practice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Being lazy is bad. It's true. But, you know, but, you know, yeah. So, basically, I don't want to say that it's, it's like, I'm not trying to make it an excuse. Like, be lazy. I'm just saying you have to put in work. <laughs> be lazy. There's different amounts of work. Anyway, so the Tom DeLong, we're done with that. Now the Tom DeLong documentary. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Why I brought that up because you mentioned Tom DeLong. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was, it was funny. It was, it was weird because, um, I think when I was with first couple of 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 like the bits, the the segments, it was fun. I was like, oh, here's an old Blink song, and like he's playing, and it's like, oh, he's talking about how he made it. And, it's like funny how, you know, humanizing it is just like oh, a bunch of stuff we put together. But I think after a while, you're like thinking like, what's the point of this? Because it's not, I mean, the stories are sort of like makeshift kind of stuff. It's, it's not that super, it's, it's not like a singer songwriter kind of songs where it's like, yeah, they're technically, they're absolutely horrible. It's like a five chords, but there's a story to it. There's emotion to it that that artist can then like tell you about and then you understand it more and you get something out of this was more like we kind of wrote these songs and you know we figured this bit out and then so it's not technically proficient but nor is it like super yeah like there's like a very personal meet like there definitely is personal meeting but it's not something you get you know like enriched so after a while it just becomes really pompous and you're like why why am i watching this (laughs) like i'm not getting anything out of this i just thought it was interesting because um I don't know. I just find it fascinating for some reason. I mean, I love the, like the Blink and Tom. It's just a fascinating thing because they got really big. And um, you know, it's weird. I was really interesting that they actually started getting a following when they handed in when they started selling those little cassette tapes. You remember that? Oh, I they were selling these little little Buddha tapes or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah. Like they they, they were actually in I the mean, shop. Yeah, they're like yeah. should sell these, and then they came back like the next day, like oh, we sold them out. Like what? And they yeah. bought more. And those are not very good. Those records. So listen, I mean, I, 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 it's hard to judge. Very good, but you know, like com- 
compare to the contemporaries of, of that era of that late you know, well, that's like, what i'm saying that's why it's fascinating i think i don't know what i'm talking about we can skip this this is useless this is useless information. useless tangent this is useless tangent I've, i even forgot the whole thing the whole documentary yeah. I, I don't even know what else is there to talk about i don't know i don't know we, we saw a get out right now oh yeah phil watched that phil watched it yep yeah what did he say it was like uh, i think he said it was pretty good pretty good it's one of those movies i'm oh, sorry it's gonna be spoilish right now <gasps> but wait maybe i'll watch it someday you'll watch it okay then then i'll just Okay, then I can't say it because, I mean, I'm not no. going to say anything specific, but just saying this sentence will, I guess, sort of spoil it for you. So I'm just not going to talk about it. Okay. But here's here's a funny thing. It's got to do something with uh, hypnosis. Okay. And uh, that got me interested again because, I mean, I it's one of those things that I'm not completely convinced is 100% real. I mean, I've only seen hypnosis. Are we talking in- hypnosis in the sense of like, I will make you sleep now? Whatever it is that you, you know, like the sort of the power of suggestion or whatever control, the, 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 yeah, it's classical hypnosis, right? And, and I've only seen it in movies and TV shows. I never had a personal experience with it. And then I watched a bunch of stuff on YouTube. One of those, like the shows when the guy goes around, he's like, touches like 100 yeah. people and they all fall asleep and then he makes them run around. And I was always very skeptical of that stuff. I mean, back home, but... back home, um, you know, like v- religious family and hypnosis was very connected with stuff like meditation and stuff like that. And that was a that was a big no-no because... Satanic. It, it wasn't satanic. It was the, the, the logic age. was that it it's dangerous because it opens up your consciousness and then evil spirits can come in. Right. Yeah, that was like the danger. Yeah, like, I, never, I never got that. Like, like you shouldn't be like meditating or like... Because when you lose like your consciousness, like that... If, you know, like you can get possessed and stuff. But <laughs> so oh. that was a big. There was a never, never like. Like you shouldn't like be like vulnerable. Stuff. You're vulnerable, like your soul was, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the actual explanation. Yeah. I just remember as a kid, this was in the family. This was like, you know, this was the talk. Like so it was always like, oh, that's just never, never. You know, don't don't dabble in that. That's, that's bad stuff. But um, like, uh, what what, what do, you, do you do? Do you do you know? Do you have any experience? I was like, of the no. I was I just always about that too. Yeah, I was like always. I thought like even if you look at videos of like on YouTube, like I wanted to see like okay, how do, how does it look like? And there's like that guy, and he's like touches someone, and they fall, and they're like <laughs> they're like they're in a Pentecostal I don't know, church. Like, for me, I'm also very skeptical. And then the comments you read, and it's like you read, and it's like oh, this is fake, or this is stage, and those are you know, like there's there was never like it's one of those things like you always have hear they done, about. Have they, done, have they done studies? Yeah, I mean, like it's at nineteenth century, twentieth century. Like, there's just, it's been used. You know, like it was like psychotherapy. Well, it's a long time like, ago. I'm talking about like modern. That's what I mean. It's like control it's always, groups. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's I've never encountered. Like, I'm thinking if it's so beneficial and if it's so good, why doesn't it happen? Like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna go get my uh, hypnotherapy like today because. I'll quit smoking or something. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. always so suggestive in yeah, these movies no, no, no. and everywhere as a, as a, uh, like this Honestly, actual like thing. For me, I, I can't, I can't, I can't either endorse it nor say anything against it until I see some actual, uh, until I see the numbers. I gotta see yeah. the numbers. I want to see the studies <laughs> and yeah. see if it actually has an effect on people's behavior and does it change? Because it could be. 
Because, you know, if it's related to neurology and yeah. how our brains adapt and change, that's very pl- plausible. But the problem is that this is all like done in like 10 minutes or whatever. It's very, which is very different it's very different from things that actually change your brain, like meditation. That's real because that's over time and there's I mean, actual evidence. I guess the, the, as far as I remember and understand, it's like, it's like a forced or guided meditation that, you know, like, a, like an expert who knows these cues and everything. And then what's the goal though? What's the goal anyways of these things? I don't know. I mean, I think it was like psychotherapy is like one bit is for your like subconscious to open up to, let's say you're having like a therapy and there are things you are not aware of. So he puts yeah, you in the, like this the, thing and then he. That's psychology. And, that's yeah, that's then, what I'm saying. Like, and then that's then he, therapy. Yeah, it's ther- but it's, it's, not, it's not like, okay, you open up and he guides you there through conversation. This is more like he hypnotizes you and then he can ask direct questions that you'll answer. Again, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, wait, but I'm if you can do that, skeptical about this. Then, then you can get like truth out of anyone. And then the other one is like the power of suggestion. Like when you're in that, uh, whatever, hypnotized. That one's more plausible. That, oh no, the, then yeah, they no. tell you something to do, and then they tell you to forget about it, and then it's like lodged in your psyche, and you're like unable to control. Like he say, okay, like talk like a dog after you wake up and you know, classic and like in shows you snap your fingers and then you're like rah, 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 you know what I mean? this sounds really skeptical and that's what i mean it's always so i'm wondering like anyone in the audience who listens do you have any experience with hypnosis so what got you interested because the movie yeah there's there's some stuff in the movie okay about it. and i was like oh i remember like because there's some bits that annoyed me in the movie because of that and i was like oh not not, not this not i know this, the last time i checked this trope again and then I was like, I, you know, like, I didn't think about this in a long while. You should do some research. Yeah, I, I, just, I bet I there's some stuff. Check it out. I bet there's some stuff online you can read about. Or maybe some podcasts where like, let's talk yeah. about psycho. I mean, I'm completely open even like to like, okay, try it on me. Let's see, you know, I'm, just, I'm a skeptic. Yeah. Let's see if, you know, but I definitely want someone who I know next to me. And then I want a camera on me. And I want to see the recording the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no shenanigans. That's a, that's a great. Me. That's a great take. Take home. Hey, yeah. do you want to see me being uh, hypnotized? Yeah, I mean, like it's funny because it's like I think I'm so skeptical of this whole hypno thing that I think I would be, I would be paranoid that like this person who's doing this, I would be paranoid that he's like you know those spoon benders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although this like, is the classic. This, yeah, like. I think I would, stuff, yeah. I would put him in the same category and I would be uh, not afraid, but I would be so skeptical that I, I wouldn't want him to be pulling some tricks where he's like corroborating with his buddies, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, like he brings yeah. in three buddies and he's like, they set it up in a perfect way, or like the perfect angle, they film you, they yeah. have to prove the angle and it's like, uh, and also I, like I think it's like of, one of those things is probably like, you know, like just by culture and just by common knowledge it gets very like inflated like like you know people wouldn't talk about drugs or everything like i tried acid and i was like what that's it you know what i mean it's just like that, that's it i mean it's like right it's, it in shows and tv and how people talk about it and people who never had it and everything they sort of exaggerate these things and it's just so much bigger than when the reality is like okay so maybe you know, like when your hypnosis you're like you're very calm and everything and maybe you kind of more open. I don't know. I'm just. I'm talking about ass well, right now, but I'm guessing like well, the reality is probably like so much 
simpler and so much. My theory, my only theory would be like completely just looking at it just like as an observer and like guessing is I would imagine that there are definitely more susceptible people mm-hmm. to like like suggestive language or if he like, you know, calms you down, maybe you're, maybe you react in a different way to that. But again, that's very difficult to go from there to being slightly susceptible to like, it'll influence your behavior. That's a huge jump. Yeah. Did you ever so, see those videos? Those, those like yeah, mass show I, hypnosis? I, just... Yeah, I think I saw on YouTube like a couple where it's like, the guy's like, you will now sleep. And he just... Snaps yes, his yes, fingers, yes, yes, yes. and then the person's like, "Oh, oh and everyone's amazed." <laughs> it just like seems like so, such a classic '80s '90s fakery. I don't know. Yeah, I don't like. But I, I honestly, right now, until I see other stuff, to me, it's the same category as the spoonbenders. Yes. yes, I'm serious. Do you know yeah. about that spoonbender? The I think is Israeli guy. Do you know about that guy? <laughs> I just remember one video and like this, like that he's doing. He's this, famous, and then he's a famous spoonbender. <laughs> and they just like wiggle the, the occupation is a spoon bender <laughs> no my favorite is but he's, I kind of feel sorry for him but at the same time I didn't feel sorry for him because he's basically a charlatan who's just yes. basing his entire career on fakery and fooling people yeah there was a video of him going on a show and like, oh yes yes we, yes, yes, yes we have him now it's like we, we, we only put uh, our spoons and there's like 15 yes. spoons like his spoon is nowhere to be found and he goes spoon by spoon, and he does this thing where he's like slowly rubbed against. Yeah, yeah, the slowly rubbing. Yeah, <laughs> you've seen this. And nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, and he's rubbing, rubbing, and he's doing it forever. He's going from spoon to spoon to spoon, and he keeps saying like, "I'm not feeling this." Yes, no, like, the right. energy's wrong. The energy's wrong. <laughs> and if you look, if you look at his real shows, he obviously has a nice prepped yes. spoon yeah. that's really easily. Uh, really, he can easily break or snap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it's, it's a pre pre fabricated. And then so in the shows, he goes pingao. But like, just think about the premise. Like, it's so stupid. Spoon bender. Like, how dumb can you get? I mean, I think it's just people want to believe. Oh, and they're I know, just... but then again, if it's in the category of magic, like magic tricks, yeah, that's no, no, fine. No. I mean, like, it's just I'm thinking like. It's very, it, well, if you apply basic logic to it, it seems absolutely ridiculous. And if you look at, you know, all the situation, how it's presented and everything, and you're like, it's, it, you know, like, if somebody says, hey, Jake, there's milk in these cartons in these shops. If you go there, you can open it, you can get milk, right? It's crazy. It's like magic, right? Right. You can go to the store and you can, you can, you can, you can get, you know, get, Check the milk and look at it and go, yeah, that is right. That, that is milk. That's pretty cool. I mean, it was in the cow now and it's in a carton. You can't do that with a spoon bender. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's it's, it's like no, one of those things. It's like there's just really special circumstances in these things, and that that always right, like if you saying. apply logic to it, it's like, yeah, that's 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 probably that's probably yeah. pupukaka. You know what I mean? It's crazy. But I guess some people really want. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to be critical about these things, but I think people. Are uh, if they have a certain belief and that certain belief is supernatural, things like this, when they're like accepted in like media or pop culture or whatever, yeah, there's, kind there's of, a term for this, yeah. It kind of it kind of uh, makes their belief like they, they they're okay with it more. It's it's not in that crazy situational kind of you know. Yeah, it's, ad- it's basically looking for. 
not really evidence, but like looking for, yeah, I guess like evidence to prove your already uh, chosen belief. Yes, yes, it's like it's you just see it on TV. Oh, look, that was on TV, and that's crazy. I mean, this is you're never gonna go like the same category as yeah, but this is the same category of like when you have an opinion and then you Google. And you only read the articles yes, that agree with a, you. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's the yeah, same thing. Nice word. So what is that? What is that? Bias. So, it's a bias, a bias but, but there's a, another word. But, but, there's another word. It's like a phrase. Confirmation bias, one. I think. That's the one. Yes. That's the one. Yes. You're so looking you look for, for confirmation so you can go, ah, see, my belief is true because I have these three incidents. Yeah. And it's like, but you're, you're, you're lasting over the hundred incidents that don't have this thing. Yes, it's, it's a, a classic. It's a classic confirmation bias thing, and yep, definitely. We need, we need, I, you we need be the Mythbusters to come back, and they need to hunt hunt these charlatans down. I know, I know, what but some people, like? some people are really defending of that stuff, and they say, you know, like. That's but here's what, the thing: magic makes world magical, and if you, they, they don't even believe in in like that it's real, but they think it's part of the culture, and it's like it shouldn't be explained, and you know, it makes the world more colorful. And I don't know how to argue with. This. <laughs> you know they're like they're they're not the I, actual believers of these things, but they just think it's very important and like that shouldn't be like revealed. Like well, it makes the more, world more interesting. It's too boring fine. and too sad if that's it's fine, just reality. Yeah, but here's the thing, right? The world can be really interesting, and they're what, what they're talking about is like that's that can be the case, but don't put it to spoon bending. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. Like, there's no reason. You see, what I'm saying like there's other categories that are great for this. Spoon yeah. bending. <laughs> spoon bending is a special. Oh, man. And it made, made it with its way to Matrix. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That's true. And all the, all so, the, what do you think about magic? What do I think of what? Like no, actual no, no, magic? No, no. Like wizards? Ma- magic Gandalf? tricks. Magic tricks. Like magic um, acts. Like Penn and Teller. Um, I, I, Are you I fascinated think, by magic? Uh, here's the thing I, I love looking at that stuff, but I'm never. I don't think I have that, like, this, like, I don't think I have a cross to that, like, oh, something's really wrong here. Like, I can never disconnect my thought, okay, it's a trick, and it's really good, and that looks so good, but I never click to that other thing where you're like, oh, just mind blow, like, okay, something's really wrong. You know, like, when when you see somebody looking at, react to a magic, like, they see, a, like, a like an easy trick, and they're like, okay, what? And then they see the crazier trick, and they just completely lose their mind, because it's like, beyond comprehension it's just like no zero there this is something wrong here this is like trickery of, of of a different kind like i never switched to that so it's very interesting but i'm not like super passionate i don't think it's like uh, you know yeah, me either it's always, it's always just it's, a trick it's cool I think it's, it looks good but see one i'm done i don't really care how they do it done no i mean like I, I don't really even like it's interesting to find out but it's just like it, it never was like complete i mean i've seen it definitely helps when you see it in real life than on on like tv uh-huh. It, it it definitely is much more magical when you see it in real life. Just I don't know. The, you never seen any like on the street like busker magicians? No. It's so much better. It's definitely it definitely okay. it, the illusion works much better because you're in real life and I think you're more like I don't know. I guess it seems more real than all yeah. that stuff just well, disappears it's all about diversion. <laughs> Divergent. No, it's that's true. You are a tired man, and I am boring you with. <laughs> well, I brought up the magic. That's true. That's true. But you. See, I just you wanted see... to tie. It, I wanted to tie it to spoon bending. There's magic. I don't know. My opinion on magic is that I'm <laughs> rubbing the spoon. 
Because I, I remember it now. So funny it's funny because... Me. It's just so... Like, I remember I, I watched on YouTube a couple of years ago, and I was like, I watched quite a few of those videos, and I was just like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't believe... Like, I couldn't believe... Like, it just... It was so, like, awkward. It's, it's like, on national television, and it's like, bending the spoon. It's, it's like, funny because it's like, I only knew spoon bending from Matrix. And there... The guy was holding a spoon, That's and the spoon, spoon started bending. to swiggle and and turn right. And this is my perception of spoon bending from Matrix. Yeah. And then I looked, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, is this, he's gonna do it. He's gonna do in real life. This is gonna be pretty cool, like some kind of magic trick or something. Like the spoon is gonna start wiggling. And he just sits there. and He's rubbing it like 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 a, like a tumor. What what is, what is that? He's just Wait, sitting I'm, there. I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna find the most famous spoon bender. It's just so. Anticlimactic when it comes to like it's just, yeah. it is super well that's the thing is uh, yeah that's also what I thought when I was I was thinking like they're gonna do some magic spoon bending but it turns out they're just rubbing spoons yeah it's it's, it's always like that but it's fun I love I love when they pull these like these people who have like ten years of ke- like uh, careers of doing this stuff I think uh, Johnny Carson is it what I do think they got think? A that's my question days. what do they think like are they just in it for what? I don't know. Uh, I've never met that kind of person. Okay, here's just the guy. Think. Yuri Geller <laughs> is, the, is, the, is the most famous Israeli, just the most famous spoonbender. He was the video I watched. What's his, What's his last name? Yuri Geller. Like, Geller. And he was, he was on the video I watched. Yuri Geller is So Geller's career as an entertainer has spanned more than four decades. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> it's just so hard. To and it, it didn't even affect you on national television. And he was <laughs> well. That's that. Did you notice that? That's the thing. Like, you can go on national television. The energy doesn't work on any of these spoons. Just come back tomorrow, and do it again. That's fine. And then eventually, <laughs> it's so anticlimactic. He's just rubbing it. Hey, by the way, what about those magic tricks? I do have a question, though, like um, yes. the David Blaine stuff. Not David Blaine. What's his name? David yeah, David Blaine. Blaine. Like the disappearing um, uh, Statue of Liberty and that stuff. What about that? Oh, you mean, that's not David Blaine. That was Copperfield. What's his name? Copperfield, yes, Copperfield. David Blaine is the guy who stares in the camera. <laughs> David Copperfield. Well, um, um, like, what about those? What are my, those? Mom, my mom's hypothesis was it's, uh, it's mass hypnosis mixed with Satan. Okay, well, that's that's a. Uh, oh, it's just theory. lights. It's just lights. I think I'll, we can look it up. Like I, I'm pretty sure it's just pretty much like light and contrast and how that you know. You can just pretty much. Let's see, David Copperfield. Are you there? You're gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm just okay. saying, like, I just because I remember like there was these big, you know, magic tricks he did, and it was like you know international sensation and I never, I never looked it up to see what there's a, there's a video how you did it oh really oh yeah. uh, magic secrets explained let's see some more anticlimactic yeah explanation of course he didn't really disappear it was a trick but uh he didn't move the statue, but he moved the audience instead. Uh, I, don't know, I think some people are more interested in these magic things than other people so are. So apparently the audience was turned. 
Okay, well, there we go. Yeah, yeah, basically, with lighting, it tricked the audience that didn't notice <laughs> they were being moved, so they just moved to look at some different area. And that's it. Magic. I think you're gone again. No, no, I'm here. I'm just reading something. So, I so think as we have, the we, anticlimactic end of the Spoon Bandit is our show as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. We should have ended like an hour ago. We probably should have ended before the spoon benders. <laughs> Came and bended our minds into maybe submission. maybe we should get into spoon bending. Do you want to do that? Like totally maybe, rub some spoons. Like me man. and you can like maybe oh let's change it up. Let's do like like um what's another spork bending? Dude, I'm looking at Uri Geller and he's yeah. currently bending a spork. And, oh um, man, he's he's got some some he's got like a. You know the little poker when you're cutting the turkey, the the fork, the two prong fork, you stab at the yeah, turkey. Yeah. He's currently bending that by rubbing it. Oh, so he's bending all the utensils. <laughs> he's bare, He's got he's got a plate full of them, and he's got a screwdriver there as well. <gasps> no, ready for this? What? Oh, wooden spoon bending. Now that's that's see, that's you, defying physics. Well, here's itself. the thing, right? If you because I think you know there's like wood benders where they put the wood and steam and then they kind of bend it and then they kind of fixate and then you have nice nice curves maybe you could put like some kind of machine in your sleeves that like slowly evaporates <laughs> steam into the say. wood and <laughs> then you like, just like in front of their eyes it'll just like start like bending it's like mm. <laughs> i think we need to we need to invest some some money in these special tricks yeah we should okay. we should we should do an episode of like watching all these charlatans <laughs> I just commentating on their magical trick because oh, like man. YouTube is classic for this. Like I mean, I'm just looking at those one video on the on the right. Like, well, the thing, the problem with YouTube though is that you can watch these like let's say televised things of spoon bending and stuff like that, but then all of a sudden you look at the sidebar and now you're into right into the zone of like Yuri revealed, you know, and it's like all these videos of. Like you really quickly get into conspiracy theory videos. Dude, look, 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 okay. So I'm looking at Yuri. Uh, Geller bending the uh, the fork. Third down suggestion: September 11, as it happened, the definitive live truth. Straight to 9/11. From spoon one more time. To Sorry, I was re- I was reading something. One more time. What? I'm just saying that the the next suggested video is about 9/11 right? conspiracy. That's what I'm telling you. Was it right or was it right? Like, yes, immediately you were right. go into conspiracy theories and and and, and with the graphics. The graphics are always like. You know, yeah. Microsoft publisher insanity. And then know, like, for some reason, Donald Trump 1980 interview. I think I watched that one. I <laughs> mean, the addition of, of uh, what's your face? Plays Ray in Star Wars. I don't know what's that doing there. But. Well, because you're, ah, we know what you're watching, Tim. You're watching I didn't Donald watch. Trump and Star Wars and now Spoon Benny. 9-11. I was, I was watching, uh, I was watching Louis C.K. stand up, new one on Netflix. And okay. uh, the joke that em- got Emma, she was she was laughing her butt off, that uh, Louis C.K. was uh, listening to the news, and they were talking about the nine eleven deniers. Okay. And and his daughter was like, um, so so who are these nine eleven deniers, <laughs> and why why are they denying the eleven? <laughs> oh man! I was like, there's, and then he just goes on. I was like, you know, there is a ten. And then there's a 12, but 
Why do we need 11? But the 11 is evil. Yeah, so the 9, <laughs> 11, the 9. <laughs> uh, what, what, what a way to end this. Uh, <laughs> what a way. This is long, actually. I have to go to bed. Yeah, this is a lot longer. I was like, let's do an hour. And then, yeah, because no, we ended up talking came. about all kinds of stuff. Okay, we're done for now. And yeah. uh, I think next time, Mr. Phil is back. Yeah, Mr. Unless Phil he's man. gone again. And, yeah, unless he thinks of another business trip. In which case, you can hear us talk again. About Spoonbench. <laughs> about <laughs> and our friends. And our experts. Well, no, the assignment would be, like, the assignment would be, if we have another episode with me and you, the assignment is you have to go and learn how to do hypnosis. Yes. And then you can try hypnosis over me through the audio. Yes. Like that, what's that called? Um, a- like ASMR? AS, yep. It's like... <laughs> you should record one. Like he's rubbing my Hello. beard. Oh. Okay. This is going um, far too long. It's far too long. Um, uh, 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 I forgot. Oh, yeah, hypnosis. Uh, I forgot what I wanted to say. Oh, no, this reminds me of back in the day when Jake and I went to Adventures of Lucid Dreaming. Oh, man. Pseudoscience ways. Of <laughs> it wasn't pseudoscience. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, but it was great. But, you know, that, that the whole the website was, you know. The website was crazy. Website okay, we have to explain really quick. So we tried to do a long time ago in 2010. Yeah. We, was it 2010? It was somewhere around there. Yeah. We, we discovered like reading, Lucid Dreaming. We, we were reading about it. I think because like, I think I watched Waking, Waking Life. Life. Yes. Yeah, and then that was the whole movie about Lucid Dreaming. And you said that, that, oh, it's about like being aware of dream. And then I remembered that by accident it happened to me a few times when I was younger. So we're like, oh, you know, so we look, sort of looked up online, like, what does that mean? And then we found this whole group of people who do this as like, yeah, a but hobby. It, but it's so weird because like we, I think we were looking for like, like, oh, maybe, you know, it'd be cool to to sort of normally, quote unquote, just do a procedure, right? Yeah. To sort of uh, activate, or, <laughs> right? That's basically yeah, just what we're like, trying just to like do. Learn like, how to like our brain. Yeah. yeah, learn, learn. Basically, just learn through some kind of habit how to make ourselves, you know, like awake in the dream. Yes. And then we found like these websites that are just so weird because they're like full of, rainbow colors yeah like, like super they were like quasi spiritual and like i don't even know what they were like mystical yeah. and i don't even know but were we like we like we, we scrolled one time through the website and it was just so strange it was it was really weird like to pick up like yeah but it worked it actually worked well yeah because basically i think the whole thing is that you have to do a dream journal so you have to wake up and write your oh, yeah, dreams the dr- dr- which i did the- by the way i did the dream journal for like but more I, for fun. It wasn't for the lucid I think dreaming. I have a text file somewhere saved so my dream journal. I had a bunch. I had like at up. least like 20 or 30, like just for fun. I wanted to remember those yes. dreams. But yeah, it was at the end. It did kind of work. Like remember, didn't it we kind both? Kind of work. It, it, it did. Like I remember one big one. Yeah. And then a couple th- of smaller ones. But I think it, it's a lot harder. I think it needs a more sort of dedication. I think was, you have to be really into it. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, to be honest... I kind of don't like to mess around too much with that because spirits. No, not spirits. Demons because are coming for you. Not spirits because uh, 
I'm scared of nightmares and stuff like that. You know oh yeah, I mean? that's, like, that's that's super dangerous. Yeah. So that that to me, I'm pretty much like, I don't want to do that stuff because yeah. it, it, there's, if there's a possibility <laughs> of something <laughs> yeah, like just, that, yeah, 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 then I'm definitely not not. Then you're in. You can't run away. You're just like no, oh, Tim, no. no. Why do we always we have these podcasts where we always end on these like spooky, spooky, but it's not even Halloween or anything. Oh man, next Halloween I'm gonna bring. But didn't didn't we talk about stuff. that? Didn't we talk about that on one of the spooky episodes? We did. Talk yes, about we talked about, about my dreaming. my Baba Yaga experience. We also talked about a little bit of lucid dreaming as well. Yeah, I think we um, did. Wow, but luckily, though, I never had any negative things happen with lucid dreaming. It was all normal. And did I talk about my lucid dream? I don't even remember your lucid dream. To it be was honest. so brief. It was um, so. Typically, what happens is when you if you're trying to lucid dream, you're supposed to wake up. Like during the day, right? But then you have to go back to sleep, and that's when you when your brain what? is really active. Yeah, you know what I, it is? I just remember that we're like there was the first tier is where you keep a journal and then you memorize these like uh, not steps but these like habits of like checking the light and counting yeah, your fingers. Yeah, but the problem is that it never worked for me because I didn't remember I was in a dream. Oh, that's what I was saying. You had to do it like all the time, so it then becomes a habit. And you do it. I know, but how do you even begin the habit if you're not aware? No, no, you begin the habit. In your life. Oh, in your life. <laughs> you didn't read their instructions properly. I thought it was just like, you have to try, try really How hard in that the dream. Work? No, no, no. That's you, what you, my problem was. You know, you, you establish a habit in your real life and then it transfers to your dream. And then it's like a trigger. You realize, oh, I'm doing this. You know, so the basic, like the, the, the basic one was always switch the light on and off. And yeah, I know that one. Yeah, just just for a check, and then in your dream, if you if it, it, sh- it shouldn't work, like the light shouldn't change, or like count your fingers. Usually in your dreams, you should have an incorrect number of fingers, and that's your cue. You realize yeah. you're in a dream, and then you can start the lucid thing. But that was a tier one, and you just do it every night before bed, and then you can fall asleep, and you can maybe wake up, maybe not, doesn't matter. And then the other tier, maybe not. Well, I'm gonna die. You're gonna die. But I was reading the uh, like the the super level. Like these guys would probably just do this all day and have no life. I think it was so, like man. it was like the methods was like the counting down the elevator to get to that. Like it's, it was basically you you, you sit down. That's weird. Like it's like a hypnosis kind of thing. And he would just you, imagine you're in an elevator, and then it's hundred hundred floors, and then you kind of count down peacefully to one and then when you're one you open the doors and you're in the dream and this is the the professional lucid dream oh. this, is, this was their method and this is how they how they done it i mean i tried it like a 20 times i just usually got bored but I no, just Tim, like, wasn't there that one time you did have a lucid dream and I you did. told me that you like it was hours and it was really long oh yeah i mean like once i was that was just like normal dreaming and then i realized and there was this other thing that was it was great. It was like these tips where if you're in a lucid dream, what you do, you remember you memorize these like cheat codes that you say out loud to 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 to, to like modify your brain. Okay. And one was increase lucidity by ten thousand and increase vividity oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah, ten thousand. Right. That's what you told me. Yes, and, and this it worked. It, it absolutely worked because every time you like you're in a dream and you go to a lucid state, your like the other part of your brain wants to switch you back to like to the autopilot mode and it'll do anything it'll do it distract you it'll try to wake you up whatever it is your brain will try to get back how it's yeah. supposed to do and then when you do this you say these codes and then it's like <laughs> it disappears and like for the next 10 minutes you're like good and then maybe a little later it'll try to get you back but then once you like break through those like i remember i felt once i was there for like at least two weeks 
I remember like no the thing the thing was the thing was like every after a while people started disappearing there were like no characters are you talking about two weeks like I felt like I was two weeks in there like it felt so long being in that dream but do you can you now look back and recall that you were like now sitting down like this in your chair (laughs) in your dream no no it's, it's it's like or is it just a feeling what happened and how it felt like because in dream everything is very liquid and time is not yeah not right so it could feel like two weeks but if i recall everything that happened it wouldn't be that's what i'm saying worth enough of two weeks it's just how it felt it felt like super long like when i woke up i felt like it was ages ago when i fell asleep okay i guess yeah and i remember that it was sense. Like, but that could be also like a normal dream yeah, that's true. I mean, like, I'm just like, but you're aware of it when you're there. You feel like time is going really, really slow. That's like, what I remember, I'm trying to say. Like, I remember everyone, that's all the characters disappearing. And at one point, I was the only person and it was just like a s- empty city. And I remember I went back, I found my house in the city. I went into the, to the, to like my house and I found this. Do you remember in our house, like in the hall at the, when you walk in, there's like this closet where you put coats. Yes. And the closet is like a little wooden area in between yeah and i remember crawling in there and closing it and like like that's it like i'm gonna stay here here forever and this is the end of my life <laughs> and i woke up that's so weird yeah. <laughs> just like crawling into this little hole but that was and, lucid or no yeah that was lucid that was like like completely i was aware and i was in, in a dream but i just didn't know how to wake up and there was everything was falling apart around me man that was one of the weird. one of the bigger lucid dreams yeah, I think for me, the weirdest thing is that I've had only, I think, one true lucid dream where I was really aware. The other ones, I really can't remember. They they all feel sort of pseudo, pseudo-lucid, you know, where it's like mm-hmm. you can't really trust if you're conscious or not. Like, you, it almost feels like the dream itself is writing a script for you, which makes makes you believe makes, you're really, yeah. lucid. I mean, like, and then you wake up and you're like, yeah, that wasn't that. I mean, to, 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 you know, to be perfectly fair, you can never prove it's one way or the other. It could be that your brain is drinking you with thinking that you are having a lucid dream, but it's all just like part of the program. Yeah, that's true. But, you but know, there like, were that, times, that's... though, there were times, though, I remember like where you kind of like, well, I don't know, actually. Yeah, you're right. No, it, it, you can't there's... because like you, you don't, when, when you're asleep, I mean, like even in real time, you can't fix a moment and you can't say, okay, whatever happened five minutes ago was real you, you can never do that because time is we can't you know move freely in it and it's yeah. extra hard with the dream because when you wake up it's like it's all just like a really weird memory that's only for you and you can never use other people's references to kind of validate no, what happened no. so it's so it's kind of by time it kind of like you know <laughs> kind of wobbles but there, around. there were there were times that I had dreams where i was i was trying to get up and i couldn't i didn't like those but they weren't they weren't scary. But it was just almost like a little panic attack. Yeah, panic attack where you just you would like to go now and you can't. <laughs> Please let me go. Uh, yeah, seriously, and it's like uh, yeah. I yeah that's like what I mean. That's like I thought I was like I can't I can't like I've reached the level of I mean like <laughs> I read all these people's like stories and and they go into deeper deeper levels like when they discover their character or they move into the next level where they can modify the world around. See, them. I, I, to be honest, like to me that stuff sounds I just like you don't, don't believe like right? it. Oh, you don't like, okay, you you don't like, I mean, for me, I think it was. No, no, I believe that people, I'm sure you can do this. Like reach the level. No, I'm sure you can. Over 9,000. That they're making stuff up and just saying that, 
I don't know. I just I, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like the idea of like super going into this because it sort of becomes a weird, like, like you know when you get too into obsession. It, yeah, like some kind of obsession. It's not real. Yeah, no, it's not like a problem. I'm just saying that I, <laughs> I don't see I myself. I want to go back to my dream world. The world sucks. No, I don't know. I just don't. I just you don't think it's you don't feel like weird, uncomfortable with that stuff, or no? I don't know. I mean, I, I've just, I, I couldn't, like, I wasn't dedicated enough to ever pursue that. And I just kind of forgot about it pretty much. Yeah, so me I never... too. And the same thing. You know, I, like, when we were trying it, we were, like, genuinely, like, wanting to see if it's possible to, like, actually just, oh, yeah, cool, have some powers and stuff. But yeah, I think the most memorable stuff was, and I think that had a deep impact on me. And I cannot never, ever enjoy a movie when there's a dream sequence because it just is all wrong to my experience because the experience that I had a lucid dreaming. Because it is so specific and so funny how when you're lucid how you perceive the dream world because when you're like dreaming on autopilot everything makes sense and even though when you think about it the next day it's like it's so stupid like everything changes yeah. people characters change but when you're in a dream everything's normal you're you're following the path you're never questioning anything when you go to lucid dreaming you're aware of all of it <laughs> and it's hilarious it's like you're aware that the scenery is changing. You, your mood is affecting everything. People, you're talking to one person, then next time you look at them, it's someone completely different. And you're like, wait, 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 what, what, who is this? What, what is this? Or when you're in the really? dream, probably, you, you are not aware of any of that. You're yeah, just dream completely fine. Like everything, everything is like normal. Everything's normal. Everything's fine. Like textures oh, don't man. work and all kinds of weird stuff. That's interesting. I'm creeped out now. Don't worry, you, you won't lose a dream. That's I know. Oh well, we'll have to we'll have to forewarn the listeners if they get oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with this stuff. If you want some more info, well, we can we can we can guide you. But we're rusty <laughs> in our rusty. in our in our meditation website. Or if you have more information yourself, if you've ever dabbed in these things, we were very curious to see your experience. Yeah, maybe that's the experience you have. <laughs> oh man, you're such a tired. I have to go pick. I for one though, I'm. I'm not gonna do that stuff. No. I just want no nightmares ever, and I'll be happy. And so That's far, good. it's going well. It's going well so far. Should but if I get re- if I get reminded of it, I'm like poop. Don't ever eat late, and you'll be fine. Really? Yeah. If you eat really fat food, uh, in the, I don't know. This could be like uh, mom. I don't know, dude. That's I've, I've eaten bullshit, before, but um, that I think it is because. I, in my life, I always uh, historically have eaten like cereal before bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that could that could be. I mean, I definitely, I've stopped eating late for last couple of years, and I basically don't dream <laughs> anymore. I don't remember any dreams. It's well, just like no that's food the in thing, the though, I think it depends. it depends. Here's my pattern. If it's a uh, short sleep cycle, mm-hmm. like under eight hours, under seven hours, Typically, we I think we all dream, but we forget. Yes, dreams. So typically, that I'll forget and I won't, I won't remember. But my goodness, do I have just the marathon dreams when I sleep like eleven, twelve hours? Oh yes, this is when you wake up and then you go like you're half awake. <clears throat> yeah, you turn off alarm and you're like, and you will go to those sleeps. Dude, those, those are marathon. Like, those I've, are just I've, I have horrible. always like. Well, they're not horrible, but it's just like, I mean, they, like they're, they're whole stories. They feel like you've like been there for for years, and you just wake up all sweaty, and you have no idea what year it is, and you're like, okay, no, that's not, I don't have that stuff. You like mine, the, are, mine are fine. Mine are like movies. 
Mine are movies, basically, like I get three movies or four movies. <laughs> you get the little, yeah, package. No, I'm serious. Mine are not this crazy years trapped in. No, I mean, like, no. and I'm just saying, like, the, the feeling of, like, that, like, you, you go, let's say, to bed at 10, right? And then you wake up in the morning at, like, 7. And you're like, oh, it's Saturday. I, I, I can sleep. That that night sleep feels like two seconds, and then you go into that second sleep. Yeah, of from course. Like, yeah. From from like seven to eleven. Yeah, and that feels yeah, like thousand times. Like, that one's saying it's a thousand That's times, the, and then yeah, you get yeah. a bunch of you're just like sweat and like drool, and you're like stuck to the pillow, and it's like, uh, 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 <laughs> where have I been? No, mine's not bad. Mine's not that bad, but I do have a lot of movie dreams. Okay. Okay. Now I just have to. I have to just. Um, think of other things bend some spoons let's end on a different note C so uh, the last note we're going to end on is um, let me check if Phil wrote anything wait 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 Phil wrote stuff oh let's see what Phil says I'm on the bus now I will take off soon I'll let you know when I'm in Bratislava oh yeah Phil's coming in I forgot yeah I think he's coming in like in half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta go. Sweet. Here's the picture of the classic U-Bahn stuff in yes, Vienna. Yes, yes, Air Force pa- Oh, no, wait, wait. No, this is all right. I guess. Sweet. White at the bus station. Bus stop. I'll drive by and pick you up. What a great... No to end. <laughs> just like I'll doing business. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for listening to this. This is like this is hodgepodge. Something. There's like everything in here. Well, you have the you have the Jake interview at the beginning. Then you have yeah, my, inter- my interviews. I think my interviews like the whole thing again. Then, then you have then you have absolutely terrible ramblings of trying to talk about some. Phil- I don't even remember what we were talking about. Some kind of. Craftsmanship versus craftsmanship soul. versus soul. That's correct. Then you have spoon bending and hypnosis, and then you have uh, <laughs> and you have dream. We went. You know, I, always, super... I always get reminded of like once we get towards like the end, I just find like the stupid, you know, like this high, you know, like the stone is like what yes, if yes, the, yes, yes. What man. if the cheese? What if the moon is made of cheese? Man, it's like, yeah. Or or it's like the your um you like at a sleepover or summer camp, and it's like first it starts with like stories, then it's jokes. And then it's like the, the ghost stories, and then like yeah. it's three a.m. and you, every, a bunch of people are falling asleep, and it's like, and they're talking about the, uh, you know, the we're back to the ghost stories, Tim. I was trying not to not ghost stories. Ghost I mean, like, stories. like, 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 like stuff like that. You skip the ghost stories. Ghost stories happened. Everyone's spooked, but then you go into like the. Did you hear about these pyramids they found? And <laughs> and if you if you put them together, I, I saw like there were some levitating rocks and these monks. Yeah, the stupidity. With frequency of their voice, they can they can because do you, you see those like. Those those temples, like who would build that? Like without modern engineering, you know, that yeah, aliens. <laughs> you know, and it turns to aliens, and then it's like, hey, let's go to YouTube and watch it. Yes, and then Dude, you're watching then a two-hour ridiculously stupid. And there's the the uh, X Files theme. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did you notice the conspiracy theory videos always? Suck. And I mean always. <laughs> not only do they suck, but they always have music that's like. Spooky. Spooky, and it's never like... Yeah. Here are the facts about... You know, like... The pyramids. Yeah, it's always... 
in 1943. Oh man, I think I think I would just if if you're out there listening, just stay away, stay away from the conspiracy videos. Yeah, just just don't don't even start, because once you're down that rabbit hole. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's informational. Maybe you will be able to see right. Yeah, maybe them. maybe you'll actually discern better. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe I think we'll. it's the natural progression of someone developing. I guess it's a good. Yeah, good well, time. I don't know. I have no time for watching conspiracy videos. I haven't seen one in a long while. Yeah, but I love, the, I love the fake ones. When fake someone ones? just making fun of it, and it's just like slowly. Like it oh, starts yeah, off yeah. something that's like real, and then they put the pictures of the mermaid man. You know, the, the, the guy like that. Did you ever see that picture of the mermaid man? He's like, it's like this dried no. up piece of sardine. It's like half human, half. No, and it's got this crazy hair. That's the best one. All right, okay. never saw. Okay, we need to finish this. Okay, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, you can follow us. <laughs> <laughs> in your dreams follow these post midnight conversations um yeah whatever you can do all that stuff it's good um, it's good stuff yeah write 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 if you have any opinions write if you stuff. have any opinions especially experiences I'm really curious yeah and then that's great and you can subscribe and then I think next episode will be probably more, nor- more normal and yeah. uh that's pretty much it yeah, have a good lunch or night yeah. or morning, whatever lunch. you're doing. And just Don't rock and roll. Cafeteria Mazda or whatever it's called. Uh, Menza. <laughs> Mazda. My Mazda. All right. See you, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
Pika 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 chu chu. Pika 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 chu chu chu. Hey, this is Tim.